Welcome to the Raymond Tamaklo podcast. You are about to listen to a message as preached by the senior pastor and founder of Love Springs International Church, Nairobi, Kenya. Reverend Raymond Tamaklo is a missionary to the nation of Kenya. He is an author and a church planter. Reverend Raymond Tamaklo has a passion of raising pastors and shepherds who delight in the work of God. He has dedicated fairly all his life to the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ, doing exactly this. He believes in ensuring that the word of God is preached to all because each and every soul is precious and important to God. This podcast will reignite your love for God and his work and will work out times of refreshing in your life. Now, get ready to be blessed as you listen to the soul-saving Word of God, expertly handled by Reverend Raymond Tamaklo of the Love Springs International Church Headquarters, Nairobi. Be transformed as you listen. Father, we thank you this morning for your grace. Today you arose from the grave. Today you took the keys of life and death from the devil and today you caused us to be risen with you because your reason we have hope for our resurrection and we have hope for our union with you this morning bless us Cause us to come to a place of deeper understanding, even as your word comes forth in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Please do have your seats. What a blessing to have you. Amen. We, or some of us, I'll say some of us, on the other hand, have been having a wonderful time in God's presence um, since Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, yesterday, and today in the Passover convention. And... um, I believe you learned something, even as we draw the curtains on the convention, I trust that some of you have gained a little understanding about the workings of judgment and the things that accounts for why we must have judgment in his body. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, church. Um, Your your frown will not pay the rent of the church. (laughs) You understand? Your frown won't pay the rent. Yes. (laughs) So, um, and here we are this morning in our resurrection and communion service. Um, 
It is wonderful to know that Jesus paid a price for all of us. Amen. Uh, but before I teach, I want us to appreciate all the pastors. I'll be Lisa, I'll be Burial, Pastor Edwin. These are our pastors. Amen. We must honor them. We must cherish them and respect them. Amen. Um, they are helping me build a church and that's not easy at all. Amen. All right. So Jesus did something wonderful for us on a day like this. Um, Although I'm going to teach about sin and judgment. Sin and judgment. Yes, sin and judgment. I wanted to teach apostolic judgment. But I realized none of you will leave the church even with a toe. Or none of us will leave the church with a toe. Or even a finger. So I decided to do sin and judgment. (laughs) Mercy. Yes. But then the resurrection marks an important thing in all of our lives. Amen. If you have time, go read 1 Corinthians chapter number 15. Uh, the whole of it, I think, is is it the longest chapter in? Um, if not John six, then this John six is how many? I think John six should be the longest chapter, uh, followed by First um, Corinthians chapter fifteen. John six has how many verses? All right, John six has seventy one. And first Corinthians have fifty-eight. Yeah, so John six is the longest. I think the second should be First Corinthians. In fact, you didn't even know that. <laughs> if you went for a trivia, you would have failed. A Bible trivia. What is the longest chapter in the Bible? I think it's John six. Yeah. No, in the New Testament, sorry. In the New Testament, I'm limiting myself to the New Testament. Yeah. Not the whole of the Bible. No, no. I meant the New Testament. Yes. <laughs> uh, it will help you appreciate the resurrection better. Yes. But let me just read a few things in First Corinthians 15. Then we shift to sin and judgment. Yes. Anybody you see frowning in the church today is a suspect. If you just see a brother frowning, just know. If you see a sister frowning, yes. All forms of frown faces are suspectic. (laughs) Careful. 
Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received and wherein ye stand. Is it the preaching of God's word is supposed to be received, not argued with? Yes. And then when you have received the preaching, you're supposed to stand in it. That is, you truly believe the message and you live by the message. Not pretentiously, I believe. But you don't believe and then you don't live by it. Do you get it? So, Paul says, I preached unto you a certain gospel which you have received and wherein ye stand. So, you're standing in it. Verse 2. By which also ye are saved. So, the message, the teachings helps with salvation. Do you understand? If ye keep in memory what I preached unto you. So, those people who come to church, and I really don't uh, fancy a church member who leaves his house or her house without a Bible, without a notebook, and without a pen. I've told you, anybody you see frowning is a suspect. <laughs> yes. You must have a Bible. You must have a notebook. And you must have a pen. <laughs> you got a point now? Yes. The reason is because how much of all the things I'm going to say in two hours are you able to memorize? Your salvation, your ability to live a good Christian life, which is the product of your salvation, that you are living the life of Christ, is hinged on your ability to remember, to have in memory what is preached unto you. And brothers and sisters, you can't do it without the aid of a notebook. I also have a problem with a church member who is just collecting notebooks. I don't know if you have a plan to form a library. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah, you have a library of my preachings. This is 2001, 2002, 2004. Hey, but none of all the things in the note is reflecting in your work with God. That one is also another problem. There are some people, they've been in this church long enough. Hey, if you see their collections. 
if you see there, you, you just came now. You, you just came. If you see their collections, collections of notes, they have volumes. Yes. They have volumes. Yes. Since Kenya Polytechnic. Yes. Yes. Volume 1 to 14. Yes. Because this is the 14th year. Volume 1 to volume 14. Yes. There's a set of volume of books I'm hoping to buy. Um, just for my library. You know, and it has, I think, about 53 volumes. Yes. Last time I checked the price was uh, some, it was going, for, some people were selling for $2,000, others for $11,000. Yes. So when you, when you have some dollars, you don't know what to do, please look for me. I, I have some, yes. It, it is anybody, that, 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 that set of volumes is a, a collection of any writings by almost all the um, wise men in the East. You, you, you understand? Including even the church fathers. You know, so is those, sometimes you see somebody's library, they have those books. You don't know what books they are. It's a collection of, I said, one, two, three, all the way to 53 or 52, I think. Yeah, some of you, you are almost there. You have collected volume 14 of my teachings. And I wish I could say, I am a proud senior pastor to be your pastor. But I can't say that because the volumes have not affected you. Yes. Hmm. New is impia. Old is mze. Mze. You are the old, old girl I knew. You got a point now? Yes, but I'm looking for people that have become impure by reason of the teachings. What's teachings in Swahili? Mafundisho. Mafundisho yangu hasn't made you impure. <laughs> It hasn't made you mpia. Why nimze? You got a point now. Yeah. So some people have volumes. <laughs> yeah. Some people have volumes. Yes. If they start ministry now, they'll have something to teach others. Yes. Only that they cannot practice what they are teaching. Yes. <laughs> you got a point now. Yeah. So I don't, listen, don't trust your memory. Yes. And I don't trust my memory. You don't trust your memory. You shouldn't trust your memory. In fact, after all the two hours of teaching, you are likely to only recollect 15 to, is it 20%? Yes. In fact, that 20% mostly is the jokes you remember. Yes, yes. The, the happy spots of the teachings, the happy spots. Every teaching has a happy spot. Yes, that's the part you remember. 
you understand what I'm saying to you? Yes. Yeah. I, I sit down with people. I talk to people. And then I give instructions to people. When they leave my office and they, they, they go and do the opposite. Yes. So even hearing, one day I hope to write something we can teach in this church about hearing. Even hearing is a very spiritual thing. The ability to hear exactly and to capture exactly. You'll be surprised that not many people have it. All my pastors, I had to train them to hear me. Yes. Ask her P. Burial at the beginning. I, I'll tell her, she'll go and do I said, that's not what I ask you to do. So, Apostle, the person is telling you that, oh, you told me to, me who spoke, I don't know what I spoke yet. <laughs> I don't know what I spoke at. Are you saying I don't know what I spoke at? I know what I spoke at. You get the point now. I know what I spoke at. Don't go and say that too. <laughs> but I know you understand what I mean by I know what I spoke at. <laughs> I know what I spoke at. You know? So I had to train them to now listen well. And I don't remember the last time they went. And it takes training to even hear. Yes, to hear. Is an art. Is it now she can say it's an art? <laughs> it's an art. But at the beginning, I always got different results. I said, no, I said this. I said that. This is what I said. You got a point now? So imagine two hours. Some of you in the two hours, you reply a girlfriend's message. Some of you in the two hours, you set up a new appointment. No, 1 p.m. He's about to close. 1 p.m. Yeah, Makutanoni, 1 p.m. Yes. Ningojena, come. Yes. 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 Some of you in the two hours, you order food. <laughs> you get a point now. Yeah, so and as you are doing all those small, small activities, many things are passing by you. Yeah. <laughs> In the two hours, some will be betting Arsenal against Liverpool. <laughs> Yes, some are actually reading uh, betting tips. Yes, Arsenal against Liverpool. Who is going to win today? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they bet here because in the presence of the Lord, they, they are likely to win. Hey, hey you are bold though. You are bold. Yes. One elderly man was in church as the pastor or the catechist or the reverend was teaching. Very elderly. There's nobody in our church that much old. Very elderly with gray hair all over. When the camera zoomed on his phone, the guy was watching BigBlackMama.com Yes. An old elderly grown man. Do you understand? 
Yeah, in the church, the pastor was teaching and the guy was on a porn site. So you can see the diverse things that happens in the church. That's why you need a Bible and notebook. I don't even trust you with your Bible on the phone. Let's, let's be serious. As you are in John, like now, 1 Corinthians 15, 2. There's something tell you, you get a notification. Then you go and check. Come back. As you are checking all that, I have said many things you, you have not captured. Yeah, let's be serious. Yeah, this church one day will be a serious church. I'm still hopeful. <laughs> Yeah, one day. Yeah, as long as there's life, one day there's hope. I'm keeping hope alive. I can only hope. You get a point now. Yeah. So um, I hope to see you next week with your Bible and with your notebook. Mercy. Yeah. So the message helps us to be saved. And then if you keep in memory what I preach unto you. You get a point? Unless ye have believed in vain. Come on now. Let's switch to NLT straightforward. Yes. Verse 3. I passed unto you what was most important and what had also been passed unto me. Christ died for our sins just as the scriptures said. He was buried And he was raised from the dead on the third day. Just as the scriptures said. I love it. He was seen by Peter. Not this Peter. And then by the twelfth. Amen. Verse 6. After that he was seen by more than 500 people. Of his followers, not Facebook followers, at one time, church followers, yes, 500 of them, they saw the risen Jesus. This is why the resurrection is not a fluke. Do you understand? This is why the resurrection is a real. 500 people cannot all decide to tell a lie. Do you understand? Yes. If I ask, I don't know how many we are here. If I ask all of us to agree on a lie, there are some of you that will disagree. True or not true? Even though you like lying, you see, but because I'm the one now saying, let's agree that we will all lie. You will say, "Mm -mm, mm -mm." you get a point now. Yeah. So, yes, you, you, you like your lies, but you don't like my lie. So it will be difficult for 500 people. It will be difficult for 12 people to just agree to lie that somebody rose from the dead and truly he never rose from the dead. So Jesus' resurrection is a reality. He rose from the dead. Most of whom are still alive. So Paul was saying that some of the people who saw Jesus after his resurrection They are still alive. Though some have died. So some died as the years were going by. And then some were alive. Glory to God. Then he was seen by James. And later by all the apostles. 
Last of all, as though I had been born at the wrong time, I also saw him. Yes. Paul says, me too. I have seen him. Do you get it? Yes, me too. Uh, it's as though I was born at the wrong time. Like, he's talking, I wish I could have physically seen him, you know, when he rose. Anyway, but due to the time I was born, but I managed somehow to have a vision of him. And I've seen the resurrection, uh, the resurrected, transcended, glorified Jesus. That's what he meant by that. Verse 9. For I am the least of all the apostles. In fact, I'm not even worthy to be called an apostle after the way I persecuted God's church. One day some of you will say this verse 9 to yourself. When now maybe some way, somehow God is using you. You say, I don't qualify. The way I persecuted Apostle Raymond and the church. The way I made it impossible. Some church members, some leaders, some Basanta members makes everything in the church impossible. Impossible to have a flowing dancing stars. Impossible to have a flowing ashes. Impossible to have a flowing choir. Hey. Paul said, I, after the way I persecuted the church, me, I don't think I even qualify. But whatever I am now, it is all because God poured out his special favor on me and not without results. You see, this is where we miss it. Yes. Some of you, let, let me stop here. In fact, I can only teach verse 10 and we close. I'll organize another Bima convention. <laughs> if you are bold enough, come. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Few of us, few of us seated here. Eh? Listen carefully. Few of us seated here were saved. In fact, even those who were born, like your mother came to church and she was pregnant and then she started having labor pains. So you dropped just at the, the brown door. That's where you dropped. Yes. Uh, the water broke. By the time we could get your mother to the car to the hospital, you already, so you were born into the church. Do you understand? Even some of the people who grew up in the church are some of the most vile people. You can't even see Christ in them. That's why being born in the church, that you went to church all your life is of no consequence. It means absolutely nothing. Hey, they are trying to intimidate the message. I can see them. They are trying to intimidate the message that you grew up in the church is of no consequence. It means nothing. Do you get it? In fact, the most dangerous of the lot are that kind. Because as for them, they've grown so familiar with God that the things other people fear pertaining to God, they have no such fear. I dare say to our shame that sometimes when you meet unbelievers, 
who have never stepped foot in church, they fear God more than those of us who sit in the church. So you are talking to a non-believer and then the person will tell you, let me be honest with you, I don't want to lie. A Christian doesn't say that. They lie outright. Do you understand? You are talking, if you meet a real unbeliever, you hear them say, Pastor, I don't want to lie to you. That's an unbeliever. You tell you, Pastor, if they know you're a man of God, they'll say, Pastor, let me not cheat you. <laughs> yeah, let me not lie to you. Do you understand? Yes. I want to pray for a man who was not born again, you know, in his house. He had had a dry spell for a long time. Do you know a dry spell? Not sexual dry spell. Financial dry spell. See where you're on the resurrection Sunday. See where your your brain is. If it was sexual, why am I going to pray? What kind of a pastor do you think I am? <laughs> yeah, his house was about 400 to 400 to 500 meters away from El Pilizer's house. Yes. So, he had had a dry financial spell for um, a while. You know, and he's never gone to church. He doesn't go to church. He smokes um, cigarette um, packs. He mentioned a certain number of packs he smokes, you know, a day. But I knew the wife. So the wife told him, the person who can help you is my pastor. Come. Come and talk to him. So I went to pray for him. When I prayed for him that day, you see, sometimes I like how God works. Yes. He had gone to his country and brought juju, which didn't work. Do you get it? The dry spell was still on. You get a point now? So I went and collected the juju from him. And I went with my prophetic direction. When I, I had a young man who used to drive me those days. When we prayed for the man in his house, before we left his house, it started raining in his house. Yes. So we thought it was raining in the whole of Westlands. When we got to his gate, outside the gate was dry. Yes. 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 So he asked me, he said, oh. Uh, so I told him, I, I went with a condition, by the way. I told him, I'm going to pray for you. You're going to start making money again, but you have to pay tithe. Then he asked me, Pastor, what is tithe? He, he didn't even know. So to know how far away this person is, you know, I told him tithe is 10% of your increase. Anything God gives you from now, 10%. He said, oh, can I be honest with you, Pastor? That's an unbeliever. He said, oh, that money is how much I give to prostitutes in a night. Yes. So he said, pray for me. Don't worry about that one. Pray for me. Even though he didn't do what I told him to do. So I think a month after he got a breakthrough, 
ta- tens of thousands of dollars. The wife came to her, has so so and so called you? I said, no, so he has made money. He hasn't come home in a week. <laughs> All my stories are true. <laughs> yes, he, he took my tithe to the prostitutes. Yes. He said, that's the money. I want to be honest with you. Uh, Pastor, he said, Pastor, I want to be honest with you. Yeah, that's the money I give to prostitutes in the night. Yes. You know, you meet unbelievers and sometimes they are even more honest to the point. Do you get it? Yeah. Somebody born in the church. You see them, they are some of the most dangerous human beings. That's one group. Then two. The ones that did everything Satan has manufactured. I said the ones that did everything. As for them, they were not born in God's house. They were even born in a club. Yes. Your mother used to carry you as a baby in her womb to the club. You, You started dancing, not now. You started dancing in the womb. Yes. <laughs> your mother used to go to the club. Hey, some of you don't look at your mothers today like that and, and, and look down on them. Uh, the things they have done. Now that they have come down. <laughs> Mama Fortune is looking at her children to see if they are looking at her. <laughs> Not just your mother has now chillaxed. So you you think you are the champion. <laughs> Sometimes your mother looks at you and says, This one, they don't know. <laughs> what do they know? <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> what do they know? They don't know. Yeah. You you have done everything. If it is murder, you have committed murder. If it is stealing, you have stolen. Hey! If it is prison, you have gone and come. And then by the special favor, it is called grace, you were rescued. You were snatched from the fire. You were brought out of such a life. I mean, in one night, you know how much you used to drink. And this town... In one night, you know how you used to traverse, traverse this town from the north to the south, from the west to the east. Anywhere there was a club you visited. You know, there is it some of you when you got born again, the deception with some salvations. Do you understand? Is that some salvations are not I, I like to take my time so. I teach. Do you get it? Uh, I don't miss all the relevant points. Yes. Elsewhere, I would, I would teach in a certain way. But I know what I'm dealing with here. So allow me to take my time. <laughs> now, the deception with some of the salvations we call salvation is this. There is no sin you haven't done. Do you, do you understand? Like if mention any sin, you have done it before, right? And you have done it for a long time. 
Some of you, it's not that you are saved. You got tired. You see why I like to take my time now? Yeah, some of you, it's not that you are saved. No, you got tired. You got to a point now, when you drink vodka, you don't like the way your intestines react to the presence of the vodka. And then along comes somebody, oh, come with me to church. So you came to church and said, okay, yeah. It's fine. It's all good. So now you're seated in church. Not because you are saved. Many of you, you got tired. Some of you, you got tired of treating gonorrhea. So you decided, ah, mimi nimewacha. You got tired of infections. Ah, mimi nimewacha. So you are in church. Yes. <laughs> you are tired of stinking. Do you understand? So, but it doesn't mean you are saved. It doesn't mean you are saved. I'm telling you, it doesn't mean you are saved. You just got tired. You're on sabbatical. You started feeling some way now when you take weed. You started seeing some things. You got a point now. Yeah, you started seeing some things. Yeah. And then one day somebody brought you to church. And then you said, ah, if this one will help me from what I'm seeing, let me, let me sit here. It's okay. Yeah, it's not that you are saved. You got tired. <laughs> yes. Some people will chew me right till their teeth is finished. Finish, finish, finish. Yes. Yes. The first time I was introduced to Mira, they didn't tell me the full story. They just told me it will help me to keep awake. You know. Hey, me, I've been tried, oh. Oh, I've been tried. I've been tried. Yes. <laughs> I've been tried. Yes. You know, so they took me to Westlands to buy the mirror. Once the guy's car got to the loop, the guys just came around. I think those guys, they know they are customers. Yes. When you go to a bad place with somebody, eh, watch the reaction. You know that this is not his first time there. Yes. The member, correct member. You got a point now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they got there, they bought the leaves, they bought Big G, and then they wanted to teach me how to chew the mirror. You know? So they gave me the, they, they took the leaves, the young men, they took the leaves, and then they started peeling. I tried and I couldn't peel. But then again, also, I didn't like the, the smell of it. You know, so I went and I told one of my pastors, hey, I found what I'm looking for. <laughs> yes, because at that time I didn't want to sleep. I wanted to just write all night, write all day. I just wanted to be writing. I didn't want to do anything. So I needed to keep awake. So I told the pastor, I found what I've been looking for. 
these guys have told me there's something that will keep me awake. So she, she asked me, what is it? I saw it's called Mira. She said, hey, apostle, don't go near it. I said, what? Then they told me that things. Then the last one she said was, and then you won't have erection. I said, eh? <laughs> what I care? <laughs> what do you mean that geniare gin- will not work? Uh, look at all these brothers. Don't mind them. If you put one million dollars down and you put the ability to have erection till they die, they'll choose ability to have erection till they die. <laughs> yeah, from and, and and I was happy. I she because she told me it was addictive. Yes, and I was happy. I didn't even eat it. Yeah, there was nowhere because the thing sound it smells some way. Yeah. <laughs> you got a point now. Yes. <laughs> so some people are not saved. They are tired. If I look around and ask your neighbor, are you a tired church member? Hey, those of you who are not asking others. You are too proud on Resurrection Sunday. She's tired. <laughs> Have you located a tired church member? <laughs> There's a tired church member. Hey! <laughs> Now, that's some members. Do you understand? That's some members not genuinely saved. Yeah, they just got tired. Uh, I'm a choker and they have stopped. Yes. They, They have stopped. They got tired and they have stopped. Now, that's not salvation. Now, having done, because we will know. You see, Mr. If there was a mirror eating competition, Mr. Winner, today, of all the mirror chewers, their president is here. Do you understand? <laughs> of all the cigarette smokers, their president has resigned and is seated in church. How come we don't know you? Mr. Winner of Mirror Chewing Competition. How come? You just, you just got saved. How come we don't know you? How will we know you? By the demonstration of the fact that the grace of God that has been expended on you is not wasted. That's what Paul is saying. But whatever I am now, it is all because God poured out his special favor on me and not without results. So having been saved, if you are saved from the things that you did, there should be results. You are the one supposed to be the biggest soul winner. Telling the young people, come, let me show you. This is what I did. This was my lifestyle. And this is what God brought me from. Genuinely. That's what I'm telling you. You are just tired. You are, you are, you are not saved. You are tired. <laughs> you, are, you are just tired. You are here for sabbatical. You will live again. Yes. I said you are here for sabbatical. You will live again. 
Yes, you live again to do part three. Yes. Yes. When your liver recover, you will leave. You go and continue. Yes. That's the truth. Because Paul, after all the bad things he did, did you get it? When he came, he realized that he had to do three times. Yeah. Now I'm, 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 uh, now I'm with Jesus. No, 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 no. Young lady, you are here. Before you, you came to the church, you could sleep with three different men in a day. And three is minimum. If you like frown, I don't care. This is the same sister now saved by grace and cannot find three souls to bring to church. So the grace has been wasted on some. But Paul said, not me. Whatever was expended on me is not without results. Yes. See, I can also teach without point too, in case you don't know. <laughs> yes. It was not wasted. It was not wasted. Look at it. For I have worked harder than any of the other apostles. So let's take it that I'm not Paul. Do you get it? I'm not Paul. Me, I didn't kill anybody. I didn't put people in prison. Blah, 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 blah. So now you are Paul and you have come. Some of these, my pastors, they have done all the bad things I have not done. Truth, Lord. Yes, Pastor Edu, where are you? <laughs> yes, Pastor Edu, listen, today I'll tell you a secret. Pastor Edu was on his way to become a Roman father. Yes. He served as an altar boy by the priest. Is he from the age of seven or three? Ten until he was, is he 18 or 20? He was an altar boy. Do you know an altar boy? This, this my pastor was an altar boy. <laughs> Mtotomisa. Yes, he was Mtotomisa. He was an altar boy carrying that censer. With incense hair. Till he was 20. He was an altar boy. And then he found something sweeter than an altar boy. (laughs) Do you understand? He found something sweeter than an altar boy. Yes. And he didn't return to the altar for a long time. In fact, when he returned, the priest told him, no, you are you're no longer calling for a go away. <laughs> yes. He was, he, was, he was an altar boy, in case you didn't know. Yes, he had that sensor. I think he has to teach me how they use that thing. Yes. <laughs> We, we must have some senses in the church. <laughs> yeah. Some of the things he has done, I don't think I even may have the liver to do them. Do you understand? Yes. 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 <laughs> yeah. Some of the places he has gone. I don't think I have yet stepped in some of the places. Yeah. He has stepped in a club before I knew. Yes, I have not stepped in the club before. 
get a point. Now Paul has come. And I am working harder than Mr. Paul. So the grace is wasted. Paul says, my grace, that came, it was not wasted. Why? I work harder than any of the other apostles. So those of you who have done all the things you can do, and you are saved, and you are seated in the church, doing nothing, you are a product of wasted grace. I've said it without apology. <laughs> you got a point now? Yeah. You are a product of wasted grace because you should be running. You should be seen because you knew where you were going. You knew where you were headed. And then the grace of God intercepted you. I should see you rather because you are on sabbatical you have even now found a way to do all the bad things you, you did in the world, now in the church. So some brothers no longer pick girls from outside. They now find them in the church. Yes. You see, now you are on sabbatical. That's the truth. That's the truth. Yes. That's the truth. So you can see that you are a product of wasted grace. Listen, I'm not God. I'm a man. Yes. And in the building of this church, I'm supposed to have people that over the years have moved from Sunday school, you know, my schools, the teachings, the shepherding. Some are now pastors. Some are now... And I, the truth of the matter is, instead of seeing those things, you, you see... A, a higher level of uselessness rather. You see a higher level unless this is not my church. Am I in the right church? Do I belong to this church? Yeah, allow me to teach. Yes. You rather see over the years instead of seeing people becoming this. This one is a missionary. He's somewhere in Yahururu. This one is a missionary in Nyeri. This one is a missionary in Kisumu. You rather see a higher level of uselessness. It's as though the longer people stay in the church, the worse they become. Some of you are thanking God. Thank God I was not here from Wednesday. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. And I've seen it. The oldest people in the church, not older by age, older by the fact that they've been here longer than many at the most useless. If you like, change the church today. I've said it. Oh, ah, now you're, you're, you're going to make my things come. Now, when the things come like that, then there's no more restraint. I said the oldest members in the church, not older by age. Do you understand? Some of the oldest members are my new members. Yes, some of the oldest members by age are my new members. So, if I just make that uh, bracket statement, I'm insulting them. 
No, I'm saying some of the oldest member. That is, if I take Mr. Edwin as one of our oldest member, do you understand? By age. One of my oldest member, by reason of when the person came to the church from Kenya Poly, do you understand? Between Mr. Edwin and one of my oldest members, who is supposed to be more useful to me, my oldest member, he's now receiving my teaching. Mr. Edwin takes my teachings and when he's in his office, he's teaching his colleagues. This is what my pastor has taught. My oldest member, they are here. They are here. Stenographers. Stenographer secretaries, they are here. Volume 1 to volume 14. So I can boldly say that some of my oldest members, older by reason of when they stepped foot or when they encountered me, are the, today are the most useless people to me when it comes to the church and the workings of the church. Yes. Some were 15, some were 16 when they encountered my ministry. Today are about to chop 30. So when I say it, instead of getting offended, you have to think deeply. Because if you were going to be a doctor, you are just, too, in fact, you have overdoctored. <laughs> if, if your ambition was to be a doctor, do you understand? And you met me and I was to make you a doctor, do you understand? It means that you have already done your housemanship, you have already done whatever, you have overdoctored. But here we are in Christ Jesus after nine years we're struggling with you doing quiet time. An angel has to stand by your side with a sword that if you don't do it, the way I'll, I'll, the way I'll slash you that's when you do quiet time. That is a wastage of grace. And I can tell you for sure, those of you, your judgment will be worse than somebody who never in their entire existence had a quarter of the teachings you hear in this church. Yes, and that's what brings to us the beamer. Because the bima is the judgment for Christians, not the judgment for people outside the church and the people that are in the world. The people that are in the world will receive their experience at the great white throne judgment. When Jehovah sits on the white throne judgment from all nations, they will come. The believer that is in the church goes to the bima. That is the judgment seat and stands in front of Jesus Christ to receive what he did in his body. Hmm. You got a point now? Yes. I mean, if you're going to be a professor, by now you have over-professored. Truth, Lord. Yeah. What were you going to become? An engineer. You have you had become an engineer. So what is it you are going to become in Christ Jesus that we are taking nine years? What is it you are going to become in Christ Jesus that we are taking ten years? Wait, oh, what is it you are going to become that we have taken fourteen years? 
Because there are people here who joined this church a few months after I started. Like two, three months after I started. Then they came. And since then, they have been here. And they are here. I haven't mentioned your name. Just look straight. Yeah. Where are you traveling to that you have not reached? Yes. Where are we going that? In fact, you can't even travel in the air for so long. You have to even refuel. How long is it from here to Australia? Almost 20 something hours. I think from Ghana it's 24 hours or more. You travel a day plus. At least, but you still get to where you are going. I believe Australia, if not Iceland or so, is the furthest part to travel to. Do you understand? Yes. So, the grace Paul said that I received, hey, I didn't waste it. I worked harder. Pastor, do you can go now? I, I just wanted to tell you altar boy story. <laughs> yeah. Yet it was not I, but God who was working through me by his grace. Working through me by his grace. Some of you, God can't even work through you. You have blocked him. You have told him, God, surrender before I make you quit in frustration. Yes. Verse 11. Let me jump away from trouble. So it makes no difference whether I preach or they preach. For we all preach the same message you have already believed. Verse 12. But I tell... But tell me this, since we preach that Christ rose from the dead, why are some of you saying there will be no resurrection of the dead? So now Paul is coming to sort out his church members who are talking bad. (laughs) He's coming to sort them out. You get the point now? Verse 13. For for if there is no resurrection of the dead, that Christ has not been raised either. I just want to show you it's resurrection Sunday. I, I want to, you to see one or two things. Do you see? So if there's no resurrection, then Jesus didn't rise. And if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is useless. Come on now. And your faith is useless. Thank God our preaching is not useless. You see, you can't say Amen. You may not believe it. You may not practice it. But it doesn't make it useless. Yes. Yes. You may not believe it. You may not receive it. It doesn't make it useless. If there is one person in this church today. Receiving the preaching. It is not useless. Yes. And your faith is not useless. And we apostles would all be lying about God. For we have said that God raised Christ from the grave. But that can't be true if there is no resurrection of the dead. And if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ has not been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then your faith is useless. And you are still guilty of your sins. You see the benefits of the resurrection in 1 Corinthians 15. And in that case, in that case, all who have died believing in Christ are lost. And if our hope in Christ is only for this life, we are more to be pitied than anyone in the world. So our hope 
goes beyond this world. Do you get it? Our hope, it goes beyond this world. Let me give you just the last one. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead. He's the first of a great harvest of all who have died. So, this resurrection has its benefits. Amen? And the, one of the things you need to know is that, that, that Christ is risen is why today he's seated and will sit on the beamer throne to judge the church. He's watching all that is happening in the church. I know you won't say amen. So there is what we have been talking about as things that are done in his body. Do you get it? So today, just briefly, um, sin and judgment. Daniel chapter 5 verse 24. Daniel 5, 24 to 28. Then was the part of the hand sent from him. And this writing was written. And this is the writing that was written. Mene, mene, tekel, afasen. This is the interpretation of the thing. Mene, God had numbered thy kingdom and finished it. God has what? Numbered your kingdom and finished it. 27. Tekel, thou art weighed in the balances and art found wanting. That is, you have been weighed on the scales and mm-mm, mm-mm. I like that. Sounds very nice. Unamushki. It's a bad Swahili. Nobody trusts you. You have been found wanting. Yes. It's about to get hot. You'll be telling me on a mushki. <laughs> Do you understand? Tekel, thou art weighed in the balances and art found wanting. Verse 28. Perez, thy kingdom is divided and given to the Medes and the Persians. Amen. So, this is talking about Belshazzar. Alright, it's talking about Belshazzar and Daniel the prophet was showing uh, Belshazzar how he has been weighed in the balances and is found wanting. Now, I want you to know that every sin has a weight. Yes, every sin has a weight. Every sin is weighed in the scales. God has a scale with which he weighs the things that are done in his body. It's about to get hot. 
Amen? Different sins have different weights. Different sins have what? Different weights. Now, how can you know the weight of a particular sin? <laughs> you know? If you say sins has um, weights, how do I know that this is the weight of a particular sin? How do I know that? Now, you get to know, pay attention to this, the weight of a particular sin by seeing what the Bible has to say about that thing. Get the point now. There are some sins in the Bible, you see that, oh, Jesus just gloat over it. He just went. Uh-huh. Then he took time and he spoke about certain things. For example, if you take the sin of unforgiveness uh huh, and you take the sin of fornication, what did Jesus say about fornication? What did he say about unforgiveness? You see that there is one that is weightier by reason of the Savior's judgment on that particular thing. Do you understand what I'm saying? So if you want to know what sin weighs what, what did Jesus say about it? What does the scriptures say about it? Because, for example, many people think that um, if you take murder and you take lying and you ask somebody, which is the, many people think murder is the greatest sin, that you've killed somebody, the greatest sin, you know? And then you see that, how many, what did Jesus say about murder? What did he say about lying? So the, the biblical commentary on a particular thing gives you the idea, the weight of that particular thing. Are you following me? So, there are things Jesus said, all right, about different sins, and you find the weights accordingly. Now, so all sins are not the same. That's all I'm trying to say to you. It's a sin is sin, but all sins are not the same. You get the point now? Sin is what? Sin, but all sins are not the same, all right? Some sins are in actuality greater than others. Amen. John 19 verse 11. So, Jesus was now in front of Pilate. Right? So, Pilate sat on the throne for judgment. He questioned Jesus... And then he went to the Jews and he told the Jews, I find this man has done nothing wrong. They said, no. He has offended us because he has made himself the son of God. So Pilate went back inside to talk to Jesus and said, 
tell me where you come from. The moment they told Pilate that, he, first he, he talked to Jesus, he went out, right? He talked to Jesus, he went out to talk to the Jews, the mob. So, I've, he's innocent. There's nothing wrong. Then he said, oh, he, this guy, he has offended us. Yeah. No, go back to verse 7. The Jews have said, we have a law. Okay, so, verse 6, so they see clearly what I mean. When the chief priest therefore and officers saw him, they cried out saying, crucify him, crucify Referring to Jesus, right? Pilate said unto them, take ye him. You guys take him. And in fact, me, I think when I read John 19, I, I actually pity Pilate because the guy tried. In fact, why are we in a hurry? This is our church. Verse 1. <laughs> you, you didn't come Wednesday. You are the one who is in a hurry. Now, look at it. Pilate, just to appease the people, he took Jesus and scourged him. That is, they chopped him properly. Verse 2. And the soldiers plated a crown of thorns and put it on his head. And they put on him a purple robe. Purple is the color for um, royalty. So, they were saying, you are a king, eh? Okay, wear purple. Alright? Verse And then verse 3, they say, and said, Hail, king of the Jews. And they smote him with their hands. Hey, human beings know the fear. They slapped Jesus. Hey. Benson was there that day. (laughs) Imagine a slap from him. (laughs) So, he was trying to say, let me get Jesus beaten. Perhaps they will be satisfied with just the chapa. Do you understand? So, he now went to them and said unto them, Behold, I bring him forth to you that ye may know I find no fault in him. Look at their response. Then came Jesus forth wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. And at this point, Pilate was not ever going to crucify Jesus. He just wanted to give him a little punishment. You know? Yeah, that's all. And Pilate said unto them, Behold the man. Yeah. What he actually meant is, See, I've disciplined him. You know, like I've beat him. Can't you see? He's bleeding. He has a crown of thorns. He's humiliated. That should suffice. Ah, no. When the chief priests, these are pastors, oh. I said, These are pastors. When they saw Jesus, they cried out, saying, crucify him, crucify him. Pilate said unto them, okay, if you want to crucify, you guys take him and crucify him. As for me, I find no fault in him. The second time. Verse 7. That the Jews answered him, we have a law. <laughs> and by our law, he ought to die. Because he made himself the son of God. And you see, this is where the innocence of Jesus stands. Because in reality, he wasn't lying. He's the son of God. (laughs) Do you understand? He's not lying. Is it that you are ignorant doesn't mean the person speaking the truth is a liar. 
Sometimes I teach and I find that the most ignorant people are the ones who have a problem with what I'm teaching. Is it that you are ignorant doesn't make me a liar. The day you get to know what I know, you will know what I know as truth, as truth, because the, the truth is objective. So the moment the truth becomes subjective, you see that your behavior will align with the things of God, will align with the scripture. This one that you are deceiving yourself that you are all of it. A church is hot. There are people you teach, they've not even read two pages of the Bible. But then they'll tell you, yeah, you have said it, but as for me, you see, you are living by your opinion of what you perceive as good for you and not by the scriptures. And there are people who have been in church, they have not, since Jesus brought them here, they have not gone back smoking, not gone back drinking, not gone back, fornicating, no adultery, no fornication, none of those things, but they are even worse than unbelievers because they sit in church and they don't believe the scriptures. If you like teach, epicure, epicure, this is me. You are worse than an unbeliever who has not stepped foot in church, who is waiting for December. You know, I was surprised that on Friday, I was going home and the clubs had more attendance than the church. Who are the people in the club? They are from the church. (laughs) They are mourning. What a place to go and mourn. Would you rather not come to church and mourn? No. The clubs, I saw a place for eating. The, the, the garage was fully packed. Good Friday. Oh, Jesus died for the bar owners, I'm telling you. Yeah, Jesus died for the bar owners. Yes. The true beneficiaries of the death of Jesus are Wine and spirits owners, the bar owners, the restaurants, the hotels, they are the true beneficiaries of the death of Jesus. And then when we come to the birth of, the, of Jesus, the villagers are the true beneficiary of the birth of Jesus. Village girls are the true beneficiaries of the birth of Jesus. Because some of you cannot wait for December for you to go to the village and take photographs with village girls and have sex with them and return. Village girls are the true beneficiaries of the birth of Jesus. I'll I'll speak the truth. There's nothing any of you can do to me. When it comes to Easter, there's a place in Ghana called Kweu. It, it is Kweu. It, it's a mountainous place, right? In fact, if they can even find something, they'll show you. It's a mountainous place. Very beautiful scenery, you know. Um, I, I don't know which part of Kenya. Maybe um, the mountains. I don't know. You, to compare. So every year, every year, um, on serious Ghanaians, 
leave the city. They, they have paraglidings. It's, it's like the whole of Ghana, if we're talking about the celebration of Jesus, that's where it takes place, uh, of the death of Jesus. It takes place in that town. Yes. The fun, the food, the activities. So people literally plan one year ahead for the Easter celebration in that place. So this Easter, um, they said the economy is bad. They said the economy is bad, right? So there should be no extravagant celebration. But the, um, the celebration that has gone on in that part, that place. So people are asking, you people say there's no money. How come you are, are celebrating Easter in the man? People have paid to do paraglidings to the hotels in that place. If you don't book ahead, you won't get space. So you see, maybe you think I'm talking about Kenyans. I'm not talking about my people. The true beneficiaries of the death of Jesus is the hotels, the clubs, the restaurants. They are the beneficiaries. Because even the people who say they belong to the church, they don't care about the death of Jesus to even show up for a teaching about anything. The church is quiet. And I like it. But I expect to see you next Sunday. Those are the true beneficiaries. No, listen, the church has really benefited from the things that Jesus did for the church. If you talk of his birth, village girls are the beneficiaries. Because on that day, all the city boys that Jesus thought he saved, they'll go and pay their homage and loyalty to the village girls. Then when they return ending of January, they will not come to church because now they have to treat syphilis, candidiasis, gonorrhea. So if you start seeing them, you start seeing them around March. I've said it. You think I'm going to wait for December. I've, I've decided I'll start talking about December from now. Yes. Oh. If you see the message is hot, take your notebook. Just do this. <laughs> Those are the true beneficiaries. Yes. Those are the true beneficiaries, not the church. Hey, I find that if you're a pastor in Kenya, you are really called. I find so. I find it so. If you see somebody that have said Jesus working and until the day they, they die, you're truly called. Because in other jurisdictions, you see a more willing people. You see a more sacrificial people. You see a more people that show you that at least Jesus has done something for us. In this place, if you are still standing, you are truly called. Even while light alive, you are called. (laughs) 
I have come to have a very good level of respect for all Kenyan pastors. Ah, well, light a light, they are going to heaven. <laughs> yeah. Sunday morning, you should see your church member is trying to overcome hangover. An attack at two o'clock. If you and then to have the kind that gather in the church, do you understand? And to deal with the things that happens in the church. No, you, you don't understand. Like now they have even managed to come. You get it? And then to now deal with the things that are done in the church. And then you still say, I am a pastor. What light a light you are called. Ah, you are called. Listen, if you are a soldier and you sit up Utawala, there's an amount you are paid. When they send you to Somalia, where you have a likely chance of dying, po, po, boom. You are paid in dollars? Yes. I cannot have, I cannot do ministry in Kenya and not make heaven. I, well, light a lie, I'm called. Because I'm not in Utawala. Do you understand? Now I'm in Mogadishu. I'm in Afghanistan. I'm in Pakistan. Yes. When I was young, my family is full of soldiers. They, they really loved it when they had to go to Lebanon. Yes. My uncles, my aunties, they loved going to Lebanon. When they are coming back from Lebanon, they are coming back with deep freezers. Those days, deep freezers were not common. I see them, they are coming back with televisions. Televisions were not common. So they love the international peacekeeping. When they are in, in Lebanon, you know, they loved it. Every soldier wanted to go to Lebanon because it gets better when you go to Lebanon. Are you listening to me? I, I know you don't understand. Yeah. The, the, the money is equally good. But you see, you have a higher chance of never returning because there are some soldiers that return in the casket. So I think depending on where you serve in this Jesus' army, your reward is not the same as everybody. Yes, that's why I've, 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 I've made peace with my calling. It's Lebanon, Le, Lebanon calling. Lebanonic. Yes. I've made peace with it. Yes. I've made peace with it because of eternal reward, not today's reward. As for today, I know I'm not going to get a reward. Yes. My church members don't even give me offerings. Oh. I've said it. There's a young man in this church. Today, I'll not mention his name. He has been in this church ever since the Holy Ghost started the church. He has never brought me an offering. And if that doesn't change, yes, look at me. If that doesn't change, any moment from now, I think I have things to tell his future wife. I am going to tell the future wife, are you sure? 
I have to speak. Yes, I'm, 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 I'm fighting for myself. If that doesn't change, I think I need to have a conversation with his future wife. Yes. If me, the apostle, I'm not giving anything, you. Anyway, women are powerful. They know how to get things. You want to know from where to where? Uh, somebody is just waiting the moment I say from here to here they'll go and pick the person there are prophets in the church (laughs) Elias is my most unserious church member he comes to church on what you call sunny days sunny days yes he's a sunny day church member Yes. <laughs> you got a point now. Yeah. So I think by reason of where you are serving, your reward will be different. Yes. We all can't get the same reward. When you you, you just sat in a barracks, Apple Utawala. Hey, and me, they have sent me to Wajir. Eh? Uh, what's the other the name the other place? The northern part. Mention the towns there. Garissa. Hey. And I believe that. Listen, let me tell you the honest truth. I even believe that. You see, I've come to start a mission in Kenya. If, if I have a missionary, not me forcing the missionary that, oh, go to Wajir or Garissa. I believe sincerely that if I stay in Nairobi doing church, with city people. And then I have a missionary from this church who goes to Wajir. He, that, that missionary and me, we are not the same. Do, do you understand? In fact, that missionary and I, he's on another level. One day I was in Nigeria and I was, I, I, I used to do that and I get money from doing that. And I preach from state to state. You know, in, in one week, I've preached in two states. So, as I was doing around, a friend of mine said, there is a preaching. There's a pastor who wants you to come and preach in his church. I said, where is it? Plateau State. I said, Plateau. It's called Jaws. It's also Jaws. Yes, Jaws State. So, I said, Jaws. Jaws State is the state where you are having church here. And Muslims will enter and cut off people's head, butcher them, or throw arrows, kill. You have to fight back. And at that time, there were also reports of such happenings. Then he says, Jaws. I said, Jaws. <laughs> I want to go home to my wife and my children with my head intact. Those are places a pastor is preaching and he has AK-47 hanging, hanging. Yes. Yes. You see AK-47 hanging. Yes. Yes. Then they know. Yeah. You get a point. Yes. I said no. I'm looking for money but Charlie to go to Jaws. Yes. Yeah. 
But so you see, somebody who goes to such a place and is trying to pastor a church, him and myself are on different levels. We can't receive the same reward. Yes. Now compared to me, I am at Utawala. And he's in, yes. If you take pastors in Afghanistan, if you take pastors in some part of India, if you take pastors in some part of China, Charlie, we are not doing the same. You can't compare an American pastor who has a mega church with millions of dollars to such a pastor in China. You see, Jesus is looking down at us and he says, this is my servant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. You got a boy now? Yeah. So, Brothers and sisters, that's, that's, um, you see, the same way all sins are not the same, all rewards will not be the same. Yes. So, back to, yeah, that you, we have a law. And by our law, he ought to die because he made himself the son of God. Verse 8. When Pilate therefore heard that saying, he was the more afraid. And went again into the judgment hall. And said unto Jesus, whence art thou? That is like, where do you come from? But Jesus gave him no answer. Had to be under trial. Your faith hanging in the balance. Do you understand? And then you are quiet. You see, Jesus fulfilled what was written in Isaiah. Yeah, Like a sheep led to the altar, he uttered not a word. Then said Pilate unto him, Speakest thou not unto me? You won't talk to me? Ha! Knowest not that I have power to crucify thee and power to release thee? Jesus answered, Thou couldest have no power at all against me, except it were given thee from above. Therefore, he that delivered me unto thee hath the greater sin. <laughs> I don't, I think my someone I know hasn't read that scripture before, so I posted a status. He that delivered me unto thee has the greater sin. So the person contacted and said, Has somebody done something to you? <laughs> it came from here. He that you see, Jesus was saying that, you see, all the things that have happened, eh, that I'm being slapped now, oh, is not even the bigger issue. The problem is the, the one that delivered me, the one that brought me here, Judas. Say Judas. Judas. <laughs> yeah. You see, be anything, be a fornicator, be anything. Don't be a Judas. It has a greater sin. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Judas! He that delivered me unto thee has the greater sin. Yes. So it's even Jesus is weighing the sins. You slapped me. I can forgive you. The problem is the guy who brought me here. The guy who came and kissed me. The guy who called me friend. The one who ate my bread. That landed me here. Has the greater sin. Careful. So. What I want to teach you. In a few. 
is that some sins have greater responses. Um, and the sins I want to teach you today have greater responses. That is because some sins open doors for what is called curses. Follow me. Some sins don't open any door for curses. Then some sins open the door for curses. So you see that the magnitude of a particular thing has far-reaching consequences than something else. Remember, he that delivered me unto thee had the greater sin. And that sin of Judas will never be blotted away. Is somebody listening to me? So, you must have a proper respect for sins that are greater. Yes. So, there are sins that are called accursed sins. Why are they called accursed sins? Because they open the door to curses. And all of us as a church, Christians, listen, must have a proper fear of this kind of sins because they are not just sins. That sin leads to curses and that curses leads to other things. So I want to give you some few accursed sins. Do you want to know them? Are you sure you want to know them? You see, if you're wondering, why, why, why are you saying a cursed, a lot of people don't know, a cursed is something that is difficult to escape from. A cursed man will be an unhappy man. A cursed man will be a frustrated man. A cursed man will be a disappointed man. A cursed man will never do well. A cursed man is a non-achiever. I can go into the various replications of curses in a man's life. So, why would I not try to avoid the sins that lead to curses? Because all your rise and fall will depend on whether you are undergirded by a blessing or you are undergirded by a curse. Some people toy with the things that bring curses. They toy with it. They joke with it. They make fun of it. And then you have a miserable existence. Come on, church. So there are curses. I want to give them to you. Don't take them for granted, okay? Okay? Number one. The sin of idolatry. The sin of idolatry. As you are seated here, you have a charm. On your waist. As you are seated here, you have a ring that a witch doctor gave you for girls. There's a charm that they call for girls. I don't know if you know that charm, for girls. Yes. Uh, For girls. Yes. That's it. Yes. Some of you have used that thing they chew and then you talk to somebody and then a person 
falls in love with you. Idolatry. As we are here, you have put some things under your bed that your great grandmother gave to you. <laughs> As we are here, there is a knocker named after you. As we are here, you are a regular visitor to deities. You have idols. You have, listen, the sin of idolatry is an accursed sin. Thou shall have no other God beside me. That's what God said. Some of you are not visiting idols, but somebody in your life is your idol. Yes. Some of you, money is an idol. Yes. So, today maybe the modern man is not bowing down to idols, but we are bowing down to money. (laughs) Girls are bowing down to money. Today, if you are a museum of 70 years old, all your teeth has removed except one, you still get beautiful girls. I see you like my rumba song. (laughs) You get the point now? Yeah. Today, girls are worshipping money. Yes, let me talk to girls. For girls. This talk is for girls. Yes. Yeah. You should see them worshipping money. Yes. You, you see small, small girls. Small, they worship money. What's that? What's it? Okay. What has she done? The money is coming, right? The money is without it. All my teachings are prophetic. Yes. Girls are worshipping money. Today, if you ask me, what is the idol of the modern woman or the modern girl? It is money. Yes, it is money. Girls will do anything to get iPhone 15 Pro Max. Girls will eat poo-poo so they can buy iPhone 14 Pro Max. Girls will go and somebody will wee-wee in their mouth so they can get iPhone 14 Pro Max. Yes. Church, listen, listen, church. If you don't take to heart what I'm teaching you, I'm sorry, but it will have its own effect on some of you. Yes. Because how do you say no around a group of people and you seem to be the only one with a principle of life or virtue for that matter? So, a time will come, even those of you who say you are Christians, you see that your, your 
ability to stand and to withstand is being chipped away pole 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 until now you too you fall into whatever is happening around you yes I had a church member who went and got a job, you know. When she didn't have a job, she was cleaning the church. She was cleaning the church. I almost told you this story the other time. She was cleaning the church. Yes. It's, it's, it's why I've come to realize that it is jobless people who cleans the church. Yes. Jobless people clean the church. If you are cleaning the church, my apologies. I'm, see the wisdom in what I'm saying. Yeah, it's jobless people who clean the church. Yeah, those who work cleaning the church is beyond them. You know, it's like once you start working, you have been elevated. Thou shalt not clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So next time you see somebody cleaning the church, Charlie, you are looking at one of the jobless people in the church. Yeah. So I've come to have very high regard and respect for people who work. And still do something in the house of God. I have very high respect for it. And some of the people who are trying to show me that. I I am busy. I'm working. I'm working. If I show you the job they are doing. Even Lucifer's last born will not do it. They say Nico job. You think that they are you have the imagination they are in an office, they are in an air condition. The person is under a tree stopping people, stopping people to give flyers. That's the person saying Nikona job. Don't, don't, don't push me this morning. <laughs> Natural air condition. <laughs> let's let's humble ourselves. Yes, humble yourself. Yes, so that God will elevate you. <laughs> Do you know somebody? Yeah. <laughs> if you see what they 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 are calling job. But you say, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm busy, I'm working. Even Satan's last born wouldn't do that job. <laughs> hey! Let's humble ourselves. Yeah. So that lady worked in the church, you know, and then a door opened. So I, I stopped seeing her come around to clean anymore. And she was working with an international restaurant, you know. She went to work with a restaurant, that came from America to this place. And then um, she, she also naturally has a greed for money. Yes. That's one of my church members I could easily point to and say, this girl, she can sell the mother's head for money. Yeah. When she went to work there, and there are some parents that are the worst. Yeah. If you see your daughter coming home, with some strange amount of money. Don't call it the blessing of the Lord. Oh, now you want to get offended. Now, now you want to be offended. Huh? Look, look at me. If my daughter comes home with money, I'm going to sit there and say, wow, Tatian, 
God through you has blessed us. God through you has blessed us. Ah. Why are you looking at me like that? Wait till. When did she start working at the bank? When did she start working at... Um, that I see them have money and say, God through you has blessed us. <laughs> I think you understand the message. <laughs> no. I'm going to slap the truth out of you. Who gave you this money? And I'm going to match you to the person. And when I reach there, I will open his mouth and push the money into his mouth. Eat it yourself. If my daughter has something I've not bought for her, that is a product of criminality. God through you has blessed you. (laughs) Uh, Now you want to bring the message to an end. Anything my daughter has that I didn't buy for her. From now till she marries, everything she needs is me, is my bedding. Those of you Kenyan parents who you, once your daughter developed breast and developed bum bum, you say, oh, take care of yourself. There's a special place in hell for some of you. If my daughter finishes school, she doesn't get a job, it is my responsibility to work and provide for her. You understand what I'm saying to you? Yes. So if she has a phone I didn't buy, the mother didn't buy, she has a shoe. She has a shoe the mother didn't buy, I didn't buy. That's a product of criminality. Do you know what the boy who bought that shoe for your daughter has done to your daughter? <laughs> I'm a vunja. <laughs> I'm serious with what I'm teaching. Yes. I'm afraid you are you listening to me? Yes. If Valerie comes home with a phone that looks like a flat screen TV, it's not a blessing. And it cannot be a blessing. The source of that must be traced. Where do you get it from? Yes. Yeah, either, either two things. You stole it or through you. Hmm. Me, I believe in all the things I teach. I believe in it. Yes, I believe in it. Yes. My daughter told me a story of their school on Valentine's Day. The school had an impromptu inspection of their, Bible, uh, of their bags when they were at assembly. I'm talking about 13, 14 year old girls. 13. 14-year-old girls. And she said their backs were searched 
as they were in assembly, the teachers invaded the classroom. And I went to a parent-teacher's meeting and the headmistress even gave more details. My daughter said how they found iPhones. Girls, hi, girls, you are bad. Girls have brought iPhones as gifts for their boys. Girls have brought um, branded chocolates. Yes, with boys' name. I love you. I said, you, what did they find in your bag? Yeah, my mind switched straight. I, Madam Storyteller, thank you. What did they find in your bag? Yes, you are reporting others. What did they find in your bag? So, uh, me, they stood around my bag, but they didn't search my bag. Yes. Yeah, they didn't search her bag. Then she said, but I had two toffees in the bag. One for me and one for my friend. I said, which friend? And it's a friend I will drop on our way home. I said, okay. He said, I wanted to eat it. I said, are you sure you didn't take it to give it to a boy? He said, no, it was just two toffees. One for me and one for my friend. I said, you are sure? He said, yes. He said, daddy, they didn't even search my bag. So I, I ate it later on our way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But the things they found, the things they found, phones, branded chocolate, like a girl has taken his time. Instead of learning RME, uh, religious and moral education, that Muhammad went to the mountain. No, they've left the book. They've bought chocolate, taken it to be branded, write the name and write this word and then seal it, do this. I'm going to give it as, hey, girls, you are bad. See, when we tell you that girls love boys more than boys love girls, we mean it. Yes. Why are you getting money to buy phone? iPhone, for that matter. Wahala <laughs> day. Yes. Oh, yeah. Do you understand? Emily like boys. Emily will like boys. Let's not deceive ourselves. Girls just like boys. More than boys like girls. It's part of the curse. Mercy. You think after sexes are no dances. <laughs> you think after he break dances. You see a girl who says, Stand now. Stand now. Stand now. <laughs> Stand now. Can you teach me to dance? Stand now. Girls always start by, can you teach me to? 
They always start like that. The first girl I ever had, my first girlfriend, she started like that. Can you teach me accounting? <laughs> no, no, no. First, she borrowed my notebook. Yes. First, they always have one something that belongs to you. Yes. So she borrowed my notebook. She came to let uh, check uh, to to school uh, the classes late. Yes. And me, I was always organized. I have all my notes, everything. And so, can you borrow me your notebook? And she borrowed my notebook. Another time, can you borrow? Can I have your note for me? I thought it was note. Not that I was being lured like a lamb to the slaughter. Girls are bad. Girls are bad. Upon all my prayer, I couldn't see that I was being lured like a lamb to the the slaughter. Then the next request is, can you come and teach me accounting? Yes. I met her in um, my final year at SAH. And then classes for Royal Society of Arts, stage three. Yes. So... Come and teach me. I can't take you to my mother's house. So I had to go to her house to teach her. Yes. Yes. I was not a bomb bomb brain in school. I was sharp here. Yes. I'm still sharp. When, I, when I, I did 11 courses, I did 11 courses junior high, I got 10 ones out of 11. Yes. Yes, that's 10 A's. I got 10 A's. I got a B, a B in Ghanaian language, which was not even my mother tongue. Yes. I went to senior high school. I got A, 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 B, 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 C, C. That was my grade to the university. I'm not a bomb bomb brain. Yes. <laughs> that CC is even because one is a, a, another Ghanaian language and one is because I was too busy praying and doing all me and all this is a combination with my spirituality and schooling spirituality and academics yeah. <laughs> if I didn't choose to be a pastor I would be a professional with, yes, accolades. Hey. Allow me to brag small. Even my small bragging, you don't like it. <laughs> you get a point now? Yes. Benson cannot say he's more intelligent than I am. If he says it, I'll give him his results. Yes. <laughs> hey. Some people, the school has their certificate. They are here to go for it. The, the school has closed down. In the place of the school now is a hotel. Careful. 
When this member went to work there, she met a group of people who have been working in that restaurant for a while. No, it's run by white people. And it was a branch of that um, restaurant or company. And when she got there, they had a meeting with her. My church member who have taught loyalty and disloyalty. So, this is what we do here. We sell for the owners. You know, these sandwiches, all these things. We sell all these up to a point. Then now we sell our own. And when we finish, we divide the money. So the branch manager gets this percentage and then her followers, a woman, her followers get this, this, this. So you two, now that you have come, this will be your, your portion. So for a week or two, she resisted. I'm a child of God. Apostle has been teaching me. Thou shalt not steal. And then she saw how much money they were going home with. By the third or so week, she fell into the, the whole thing. Not knowing that at that point, the white people were already investigating them. So again, I'm in the church, and this person who never came to church after getting the job was now again seated in church, cleaning the floor. It's just jobless people who clean the church. Again, the person has returned. I think after two months or three months or so, has returned cleaning. So this one, this time I decided I'll investigate. <clears throat> so I called for a meeting of this person and then I discovered that they were caught for stealing. Yes. If you're in this church, me, I'm teaching you. If you go and you are stealing, you can't be a good church member. Be content with such as you have. Yes. And if you are faithful in what is another man's, God will soon give you what is your own. I didn't hear your amen. So don't worship money. Deuteronomy 27 verse 15. Cursed be the man that maketh any graving or molten image, an abomination unto the Lord. So you see, idol worship comes with a curse. I said idol worship comes with a curse. Do you understand? The work of the hands of the craftsman and put it in a secret place and all the people shall answer and say amen. So if you have idols, bend them. If you can't bend them, bring them. I will bend them. Yes. Idols. Secret idols. Amen. One woman was caught in a certain country or close to where I come from. She cooked food. She, she cooks food to sell. And then she was caught. So they removed like the, um, the traditional Isijiko. The one they put stone here. So she was cooking and she was discovered. They removed the pot, right? So the stones are here, here, here. And then the pot was on the stone, the pot of fire. Then they, so they took the sophoria off 
they removed the stone, not knowing under the stove was where she had her idols. So, like the, the stove was actually an altar with charms under it. So, she was commanded, they remove everything and they, not knowing that, I think it was a metal covering a hole they dug under and removed charms that were under. So sometimes there are people who even sell food, you know. In, you don't see it around here often. But in West Africa, somebody can be selling food even near this uh, rubbish dump, right? Yeah. And you see people that have packed Mercedes. I'm talking of Mercedes or BMW car that will cost you $20 million to buy. The person has packed the car to come and buy food from here. Yes. And sometimes you see a long queue. Everybody waiting for their turn. Yes. You don't see it around here often. Glory to God. Number two, curse sin. The sin of dishonoring your father and your mother. Glory to God. <laughs> the sin of dishonoring your father. And your mother. Uh-huh, now. Hmm. Deuteronomy. So 27 verse 16. Just the next verse. Curse be he that setteth light by his father or his mother. And all the people shall say. I don't know if you know this. The amen is where the curse actually comes from. Yes. You see, like, you, this is it. If you do this, this is it. Then the people say amen. Then you go now. When you reach the house, you are insulting your father. You are insulting your mother. You see, some of you could be attaining great things by now. Except that you have dishonored your father and you have dishonored your mother. Yeah. I've, met, I've met children who have no respect and who have no honor for their parents. Yeah. Give me the NLT. Cursed is anyone who dishonors father or mother. Sometimes your father is not even your biological father, but somebody who has taken you as a son. Yes. Someone who's taken you as a daughter. Are you listening to me? Yes. And sometimes, you see, that's why I'm telling you that people easily gloss over their accursed sins. If you take this and you take fornication, which one should you fear? This one. Do you get it? When I do this one, I just have not only seen, I have opened another door. And that door, curses meet up with me. One of the curses in this life is um, impromptu death. Today, you look at the lives young people are, young people are living with terminal sicknesses and diseases. 
Today, people are dying 38, dying 35, dying 23, dying. And the older generation are still alive. And some of you young people in this church, if you don't embrace that a father deserves honor, your mother deserves honor. I mean, you stand there, you're talking to your mother anyhow. Some people in, in the church don't even care. They talk anyhow. You, you have no respect for seniors. The church is quiet. You know, it's so easy to know when a girl, it's so easy to know when a girl dishonors the mother. Why? Yes. Most girls, from the moment they start disrespecting their mothers, is the day they started chopping dick. Kiongos agrees with what I've just said. So you see that because of Kiongos, a girl is insulting the mother. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Because she knows that if the mother says, Get out of my house, Kiongos, put your up. The church is hot. Yes. Yes. My younger sister tried it. She almost saw death. Yes. Hmm. Thank God I was her brother. <laughs> hey, my sweet mama. This girl, her breast just developed. It wasn't even perfect. <laughs> it was even perfect. Stood and talked back to my mother. I was there. My mother sent me a message. Come and see me. You see, my mother didn't send for the firstborn. Yeah, and the firstborn is like Pastor Edu. Everybody's an angel. You know, forgive. You know, it shall be well. And I wasn't like that. She didn't sleep at home that night. She got home in the morning. My mother asked her, Where did you go? So my mother sent for the soldier. I arrived. Then my mother told me the full story. Then she was entering the room. I said, Come here. You see, in Kenya, some of you are even, you call yourself. Big brothers, you are you are you are a joke. Some of you big brothers are the ones who ask your friend, Oh, that's my sister, Onataka, Onataka. When I tell her, come here, Ma said that you you insulted and you talked back to her. You say, yeah, I did. So, then my belt, how my belt came out was, it was, it was, it was magical. My belt came off 
my waist. I coiled it. I, my mother has shown me how to close the door. Because she has closed the door on me before. I was also a teenager. She was a teenager. I was going to, de- she, she was just going first year nursing school. So you see that had come. Hmm. The, the pin, the, I have a mark in my hand. It, it came from the pin of the belt. I, how I held the belt to deal with her, I even forgot that the pin entered my palm and I was bleeding and I was dealing with her. My mother shivered that day. The one who called me home. She was, she, was, she was shivering. When I, that was the first and the last time my sister ever disrespected my mother or ever slept outside the house. When I finished, I went for my fellowship boys to go and look for the boy. Yeah, the disturber of the peace. We were peaceful till you came along. Yes. What I did to that boy, he avoided my sister like a plague. So the other day, my children were misbehaving and my sister happened to be in Accra and my sister went to talk to her and and told them, listen, your father, one day, this is what he did to me. Yes, and I was how old? I was first year nursing college and your father beat me like I was... Five years old. So you people don't fool in this house and think that because me, I'm able to suspend my anger till I meet my children. Do you understand? Like I remove the anger and I put it down. <laughs> then when I arrive in Accra, I say, where are you? Oh, you are here. I pick it back. Yes, I won't die here of stress. So I have found a way to take the anger and I put it here. It's waiting. Then when, I, when I'm going to Accra, I go with it. Yes. And I visit the matter and I settle the matter. Yes. I'm not joking. Yes. She told my sister later told me when she was still, my daughter was so traumatized. I said, Yeah, she has she she <laughs> even this time I went, I disciplined her. Yes. Girls must be disciplined so that they come out correct. They have a way of behaving like they must come. Yes, Bana. <laughs> Mercy. They understand what I'm saying to you? Yes. My sister never did. Yes. When she was married, the boy. He's now in America. Called her, so he didn't know she was married. And said, "I want to come and marry you now." Yes, yes. He was revisiting the matter. Yes. She just told me the other day we were laughing. Yeah. I I told her that I'll tell her daughter what I did to her when she has complaints. And then she said, "Me too. I'll go and tell your children the bad things you have done." Yes, that's, that's what she meant. <laughs> I will for, I will. Careful. <laughs> so, 
don't dishonor your father. Don't dishonor your mother. Listen, young girls, let me talk to girls now, for girls. Boys or men, they come and go. Your mother will be permanent in your life. Yeah. Don't because of one boy, you know, he tells you I'm Kiongos. And then you go home and disrespect your mother because of Kiongos. If I tell you how fickle a thing it will cause you to lose Kiongos. Just even one fat poof, in his presence, he can disappear. This is a real church. This is a real church. If I tell you how fickle a thing it will cause you to lose a boy, but your mother cleaned your bomb bomb, your mother will, when you are sick, your mother will always be there for you. In fact, let the world say that you are a lesbian. She says, you are my daughter. I, I don't like, but I love you anyway. A mother is there. A mother is there. So you can't, if I, I say, if I show you how fickle a thing, it will cause you to lose Kiongos. You, you just be there, Netflixing, and you do, poo. excuse me. When he reaches the gate, he blocks your number. Or he resaves your number, fat girl. <laughs> fat girl, don't answer one. But your mother will always be there. Yes. <laughs> That's when I see young people who walk away from church because of a boy, walk away from home because of a boy, you have no idea how little a thing for that boy to replace you. Yes. I think I'm teaching something here. <laughs> If you know how little a thing. <laughs> Do you understand? Yes. I, say, I don't want to talk to my mother. She's a disturber of my peace. Hey. You open a door. Some of you young girls, you are cursed. You are truly cursed. Yes. And the curse is actually working you pole pole to your final distraction and you don't even know it. Careful. How many have I given you? Three. The sin of cheating. The sin of cheating. Deuteronomy 27, 17. Curse is anyone who steals property from a neighbor by moving a boundary marker. And all the people will reply, Amen. You, need to, you needed to give somebody 1,000. You gave them 800. There are some people here, if you send them to buy you mandazi, they don't come back with a change. Do you, do you know somebody? Do you know somebody? 
Change ni yangu. <laughs> Do you know somebody? Yeah. Cheating. Always in the business of cheating. Yes. If you want to keep the change, ask for it. Yeah. Don't assume it is your change. That is a form of stealing and cheating. Even if it is coins. Yes. Bring it. Yes. Let the person tell you, oh, watch I care. Yes. Keep it. Keep the change. Yes. Don't go and doctor figures. One thousand. You make it ten thousand. Cheating. I think the church is hot now. You know, you go to some fuel stations and the people have tampered with the pump and they mix fuel with water. You are making people spend more money to repair their cars and you are getting money in your pocket. You don't know that you are bringing a curse on your own life. This one, the church is quiet, eh? Nishida. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cheating. It's as though the world we live in, if you don't cheat, you can't make it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Do you understand? Huh? Hey, they are selling potatoes by the roadside, tomatoes by the roadside. They, they, the container has been Crash in a way or altered. Cheating. Are you listening to me? Yes. If you are in a business, any of you, and is a business known for cheating, do you understand? Maybe the to- tomato sellers, right? The tomato sellers and how they do their container. But you're also in that business. Child of God, listen to me. Never do what everybody is doing. Stay true. God will bless you. Yes. Stay true. Stay true. Yeah, stay true. You you are better off with the blessing of God than with a curse on your life. Yes. I think I've said something to you today. Yeah. You see the Lord God will, his light will shine on your path. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't even taint your business by cutting corners. Some of you, when you were ours, okay, when you were out, some of you, when you were, one of the things we try to correct, forget what I'm trying to say, is how you had a penchant for cutting corners. We try to correct it in you. Because that's what leads you to cheating and then cheating brings a curse on your life. L.P. Lisa was telling me a story of a man who had a pharmacy in Westland. Has always been there. Has always been there. His employees. From that one pharmacy, he was able to build how many? Was it one or two? Another one. And that pharmacy close by the man watch, watch, watch as his own employees 
tried to finish him. When he opened his eyes, they've opened their own pharmacy, ransacked him. Yeah, from his talk to set up their full functioning pharmacy. Yes, I'm talking to somebody here. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. The man was in shock. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> and then such a person. You know, sometimes I pray that God will open our hearts to understand that he loves us and he wants to save us from these things. Yes. Be truthful to your boss. Be honest to your boss. Don't lie to your boss. Don't cheat your boss. Do you understand? You see, as you are serving somebody, eh, I know by the grace of God that sometimes you don't know, but it's true. The person may have plans for you. And nobody will come and say, oh, I have plans for you and work hard, okay? I have plans. No. Then one day, when the plan is about to materialize, the person discovers that, ah, I was about to bless a Mugundi. And that changes everything. I didn't hear your amen. amen. Be very truthful and honest. Yeah. Number four. The sin of wickedness to the weak and the handicapped. <laughs> yeah. The sin of wickedness to the weak. Some people prey on weak people. Yes. Give me verse 18 and 19. Curse. Curse be he that maketh the blind to wander out of the way. Hey. And all the people shall say, Curse be he that perverted the judgment of the stranger, fatherless and widow. And all the people shall say, Curse be he that maketh the blind to wander out of the way. You're not a blind man, right? They'll normally use a cane, right, to walk. So the blind man calls you and so, my dear, can you point me to Unga? They say, can you point me to Unga, right? Unga is across the road. But because you are in a very, you are a very mischievous person, you say, oh, turn this way. Go straight. Right? So what have you done? You've made his life double hard. So he has to go all the way. He reaches there and he asks, uh, am I close to Unga? They say, oh, no, 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 no. It's behind you. So he has to now turn. Do you get it? Now let me tell you what this scripture means. If you find people in your life, who are on a road that is not the right road. Huh? And you're supposed to direct them to the right road. And you, you now tell them, oh, it's a correct road. Go on it. In fact, better still pass here. Go here. Now, instead of speaking the truth and showing the person this road leads here, you have encouraged them on a particular road, you are cursed. 
That's why those of you encourage people when they are misbehaving. Those of you encourage people when they are, oh, the person has just disrespected the mother. You are the one that have collected her. Come and live in my house. You are misdirecting a blind person to wander away. Do you understand? Yeah. Yeah, don't subscribe to that nonsense. Yes. One day, a mother called me. And the mother called me and said, my son left home. I insulted him and told him he can leave. So he left. Yes. A mother called me. <laughs> yes. So the son didn't sleep at home. Those of you who like doing that nonsense, when you get angry, you don't go home and sleep. One of these days, let me not say it. <laughs> yeah. So, I kind of suspected where the boy will be. And the boy was also my church member. So, I called the auntie of the boy. And is it when I have, when I have, yes, and the auntie has some mischief. All my stories are true. So, me, I'll ask you a question to see if you respect me or not. Yes. If, I, if I'll talk to you, I'll ask you a question. If there's a situation, I'll ask you a question. It is what tells me whether I should continue wasting my time or not. I will ask you a question. I'm not stupid. I'll ask you a question. If you, if you tell the truth, I know we can continue. But if you look at me and you lie, I know you're a waste of my time. So I asked the auntie a question. And then she answered a question. I said, okay, now we can continue. I said, what are you trying to do? You're trying to show this boy that the mother is a bad woman. You have taken him and even directed him where he should go and sleep. Do you know a mother's heart when the child is not home? It's true. She said in anger, leave my house. She doesn't mean it. Then this mischievous auntie said, yes, I am the one who sent this boy to. <laughs> then I said, uh, and he's right now in the, my father's house. I said, I will explain to your father later, but in, within by midday, get the boy to report to the mother immediately. And the mischievous auntie is also quite obedient sometimes. Yes. <laughs> so she obeyed me. So I was there, and the mother called, and the mother said, Yes, my boy has. Uh, Return to the house. And I said, we'll talk about this matter later. And I didn't even tell her that this is where your son went to sleep or anything. I just resolved the issue. Then the same mother, I also told her, leave my house. Leave this. Don't come here. She also said, yeah, I'm going. Take your house. Take your house. <laughs> Me, I will wait and I will see if you learnt anything. Yes. You, you told your son, leave. When he left, you were disturbed. 
You understand? Me too, I'm your father. I said, leave. You have left it. A sack for a sack. <laughs> a leaf for a leaf. <laughs> Careful. Yes. So, listen. <laughs> Don't misdirect people who are already on the wrong road. Like, you make, you tell them, yeah, some of you people genuinely ask you, what I did, is it bad? What I've done? Who betides you if you speak to the wrong person? Oh, I mean, mean, even if you talk that way, you know, uh, you were angry. So, I don't see anything wrong with what you said. You see, it's about the content of what you said and not how you said what you said. You see, you're leading somebody. We are only human. (laughs) Learn to tell people, Manzi, you have messed up. Yes. One sister looked at another sister and said, and used a word and said, you have created a mess in this place. Hey, I can't even use the word. Glory to God. Even the word is too heavy, it can't come out from my mouth. Yes. (laughs) How many do you have? Five, the sin of dishonoring fathers. Give verse, that's verse 20 and verse 23. Cursed be he that lieth with his father's wife. Because he uncovereth his father's skirt. And all the people shall say. Yeah. Jump to verse 23. Cursed be he that lieth with his mother-in-law. Some of you young men here, you can do it. So I had to teach this one. And all the people shall say, you marry this girl and you realize that my mother-in-law is finer than the girl. (laughs) One one wife found her mother on top of her husband. True story. You see, the Bible is not a book to joke with though. The, the girl, he found the mother. Sweet mother. On top of her husband. In one situation, the man even said the girl can go. Like, yes, you can leave if you want to. He prefers like the mother-in-law. <clears throat> yes. Some of you young men here, you think that somebody approaching you for sex is masculinity. You know, like, oh yeah, they like what they see, yeah, you know. You like what you see, yeah. Why is the church quiet? This place is very quiet. Yeah. Yes. I do not think that if a girl approaches Nyakundi, Nyakundi will spare the girl. I do not think. I can bet my hundred thousand on it. Oh, 
Kundi. I'm feeling you. I'm feeling you. I'm. And then Yakundi say, sister, behave, behave, behave. Behave yourself. Behave yourself. What do you mean by I'm feeling? Behave yourself. Is I do not think I'll put my hundred thousand on it. Elias, I'll put my five hundred thousand on it. Evans, I'll put my one million on it. In fact, as for Evans, as the girl, he says, you know, so you know, Evans, Evans, when Evans, Evans will just see the body movement, and then you say, eh, Njugu seller, come. Uh, Nipatia, uh, three pieces. As the girl, he says, so Evans, I'm feeling you, uh, you are feeling me, uh, he, he, he's already charging. <laughs> Sexist and no, I will put two million on it. Two million. Two million. I'll put two million on it. Yes. Now you are talking. He has confirmed. You will not spare. Yes. Then on top, the beautiful girl's mother says, Son, I like you. I like you. Yes. Our mama, Diona Penda. Our mama, Diona Penda. Careful. Me, I think that so much has gone wrong with mankind. I, I, I think so. Yeah. You know? That a, a mother takes over the daughter's marriage. <laughs> As for one mother, she even wants to be there when the children are having sex. It's like the mother is depraved. <laughs> hey. Number six, the sin of bestiality. Where were Unapenda Kukuka background, uh, backyard? <laughs> the sin of bestiality. Verse 21, 27, 21. Curse be he that lieth with any manner of beasts. Okay, what was that you brought? T- go back to. Curse is, okay, the NLT. Curse is anyone who has sens- sexual intercourse with an animal, including cuckoo, including boozy, including bois, including punda. Do you understand? Yes. It is a sin to lie with an animal. Yes. It's a sin. See, they are setting a trap for me. I will, it's a resurrection Sunday. I will not fall into it. (laughs) 
Amen. Yes. So, if you have ever done that, you need to do deliverance. You are cursed. Yes. You have ever slept with a cow. Look at how bad the thing sounds. A cow. Sounds bad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Here the point. Yeah. You need deliverance. Yeah. Don't take it for granted. Oh. You, you see, that singular art, eh, what you have released in your generation, you have no idea. That singular act that you slept with an animal has released something in your generations. Those are the generations whose children come and a boy is walking like this. All kinds of things have been released through the bloodline and the curse. Do you understand? So you see the, 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 the children are into uh, homosexuality. Or if you, you, there's anything called unhealthy sexual work, they'll be part of it. You need deliverance. You say amen. amen. Number seven. The sin of incest. The sin of incest. Curse be he that lieth with his sister. That's verse 22. Lieth with his sister. The daughter of his father. Or the daughter of his mother. So now we have moved to step Stepsister, stepbrother. Curse is he who lies with his half-sister. Because sometimes when he's half-sister, you don't see the, 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 the connection so much. You get a point now. Yeah. So the Bible is making it clear. Half-sister, half, whether his father or his mother's daughter, all the people shall say... Those of you who enjoy sleeping with your cousins. I'm going for holidays in my cousin's house. Umekula cousins, yote. It's my really correct. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Some lives are not moving. Some lives are not advancing all because of some of these things. You are a girl. You are the favorite cousin in the whole family because you are a free donor. When you land, something will drop. <laughs> Careful. Me, I'm going to teach you. I'll teach. Yeah. <laughs> Number eight. The sin of deception. The sin of deception. If I start on this one now. I said if I start on this one now. (laughs) I'm the only one who can teach till people's eyes become smaller and smaller and smaller. (laughs) Verse 24. (laughs) Cursed be he that smited his neighbor secretly. And all the people shall say, yes. You are in the church and you are smiting me secretly. 
You are doing me harm secretly. Yes. Behind the scenes, smitings. Smitings and some of the people who say the worst things about me are the people who talk to me more. Yes. The people who say bad things about me, they are the ones who chat with me more, who talk with me more. It's called deception. That is, when the person looks at you, they don't see the real you. The place is quiet, especially here. (laughs) 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 The sin of deception. Yes. The greatest harm has been done to this church by people who are even, even ever closer to pastors. Yes. Visions have been destroyed by people closer to pastors than people further away from pastors. I stand here and sometimes I look at some people and I wish I never had met them. When, when I was born and they name, gave me a name, I wish the name was changed. Like my name. Yeah. And then I see some church members. They only come to church. They listen to my preaching, whether hot or cold. They go, and then they come back. Pa- Apostle is coming to preach again. Okay, and then they go. I, I even appreciate them more. Yes. Because deception only happens with proximity, when people are close to you. As for that, my church member, he's a champion fornicator. And he hasn't come around me behaving like he's the angel. She's the angel. He's not deceived me. But the ones that have come, the ones that have shown you one picture, and then there's another picture. Yes, deception. Careful now. How many? Nine. Eight. Nine. The sin of assassination. Deuteronomy 27, 25. Those of you who are planning my assassination, I want you to know that there's a curse if you assassinate me. Curse be he that taketh reward to slay an innocent person. And all the people shall say. Number 10. The sin of ignoring the law. Verse 26. Curse be he that confirmeth not all the words of this law to do them. And all the people shall say. And then the last accursed sin is the sin of stealing. The sin of stealing. Business ya muizi. Biashara ya muizi. Zechariah chapter 5, verse 3 to 4. Quickly. Give me the NLT. Straight out. Zechariah 5, 3 to 4. Then he said to me, this scroll contains the curse that is going out over the entire land. One side of the scroll says that those who steal will be banished from the land. The other side says that those who swear falsely will be banished from the land. Verse 4. And this is what the Lord of heavens army says I'm sending this curse into the house of every thief 
and into the house of everyone who swears falsely using my name. And my curse will remain in that house and completely destroy it, even its timbers and stones. Hmm. Those of you who stole President Uhuru's condo, and you have come and sat, you are sitting here, Kule. There is a curse that has entered your house. Even your timbers and your stones are cursed. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Stealing. Stealing. Yeah. During that confusion that took place, you saw the nature of human beings. Yes. If you drive along the thicker road, if you ever drive along the thicker road and you ever get an accident or Limuru, those, those sides, you ever get an accident, if the accident is worse and you need to be saved, you may not be saved. Yes. Because the people who comes around wants to steal from you first, even as you are dying. One of the things that is fearful is death. Are you aware that at the time somebody is dying, it means that death is literally standing there. You may not see the death, but death is literally there. It has come for the person. Then as the person is dying, where were unachukwa, phone, tablet, laptop, CG what? When I was involved in my accident, they stole from the car until they even stole the anointing horn I used. It was in my car. <laughs> Where? Migori. They stole what? An accident. Oh, they captured it. And they were stealing. They were stealing from Was it this week I was talking about this same thing? Yes. If your life depended on somebody carrying you quickly and ferrying you to the hospital, you are likely to die because they want to steal from you first. Yes. Hmm. So one of the people who are stealing is someone he knows. Yeah. <laughs> Did you understand? And it's a serious thing. I mean, where's the bowels of mercy and the bowels of compassion? And someone is not afraid that I have a dead man's phone. I have a dead man's laptop. No. When I had the accident. I believe God was with me. See, they're stealing. Yeah. They're stealing. Yeah. I'm telling you. Hey, people are cursed though. Sometimes I pray that some of you young ladies, you interview the men you want to marry. Like one of the interview questions, have you ever stolen before? 
You should know if you are marrying a cursed man or not. Um, have you ever loved cuckoo before? Yeah, everybody loves cuckoo. No, like cuckoo. Cuckoo as in cuckoo back, back, backyard. <laughs> hey. Are you blessed? Those are the accursed sins. Yeah, those are the accursed sins. When I got involved in the accident and my car hit the wall finally, I was, I was awake. Like I was fully conscious. Yes. And I saw 30, 40 people looking into the car. Like this. Me, I thought I had met the angels of God that have come for me. Yes. But I knew they were human beings because my first reaction was I checked myself and I could feel. They understand? Like I could feel myself. Then I knew they are human beings. So I got out of the car. Yes. Then the music in my car was playing. Then they were asking me. I started looking for my things. So they were asking me, what are you looking for? You see, when the music was playing, I knew that my phone was around. So I started looking for my phone so I could make a call quickly. So they were asking me, what are you looking for? All that time they were surrounding me. I didn't tell them what I was looking for till I found it. So my phone. Yes. <laughs> you don't know. I didn't, I didn't say what I was looking for. Then when I found it, it was two phones. Then I started looking again for the second phone. Yes, until when I had the two phones, then I knew that, yeah, I was okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Even the police stole from my car. I'm not joking. Yes. Listen, you, but you. Never steal what is any man's. I said, but you. I said, but you. Yes, maybe let's, let's have a campaign until we have only one person who steals in this town. The one that has not attended our church. Yes, but you, but you. Yes. Girls who steal other people's braziers, stop it. Don't be surprised if much later you get breast cancer. Those who steal other girls' panties. Don't steal it. Don't be surprised. I don't want to mention some things. Rise up on your feet. I'm blessed. Are you blessed? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Two things we're going to do today. We're going to just pray. And then we're going to enter the communion service quickly. Yeah, the communion is just a remembrance of what Jesus did for us. I don't know if that's a good idea. Uh, As often as you do this, do it in remembrance of me. Yes. So we want to remember that Jesus, you died for us. Yeah, and then after that, we are closed. Yeah. What a blast. Lift up your two hands. I want you to cry that the blood of Jesus will purge you from 
any of these things that may have occurred in your life, you want to look unto Calvary this morning and say, Lord, let your blood purge me. Let it purge me. Break curses over my life. Anything I've done that should have brought consequences and many happenings in my life. Lord, deliver me from it. By the purging of the blood, lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray, church. Lift your voice and pray. Jesus. Come on, lift up your voice and pray. I'm not hearing you. I'm not hearing you. I'm not hearing you. I'm not hearing you. Something that should have terminated certain blessings, the future of yours and that of your children, let the blood respond by purging it. For he has blotted away every handwriting that was against us. The blood of Jesus is able to do it. The blood of Jesus is able to do it. The blood of Jesus is able to. The blood of Jesus will do it. The blood of Jesus will perish. The blood of Jesus will wash. The blood of Jesus will even truly transform. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. The blood of of Jesus will truly bring about a turnaround. If you are a child of God, lift your voice and pray. Pray, pray for the purging of the blood. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Jesus, <laughs> 
Lift up your hands. Father, we thank you. You are glorious God. You are loving God. You showed us and demonstrated your love by sending your son to die in our place. To make a sacrifice on my behalf. A sacrifice on the behalf of your people. Father, we ask that today being resurrection day, let the past never resurrect in our present. Anything we have done that has brought a curse, a distraction, an obstruction, a stumbling block, Ever in our lives, let today mark the day there is a departure from the things we have suffered and the things we have endured. Thank you, Lord, that even right now, as we stand here, there are things that are breaking over us, things that are living our lives. That we may shine forth even as our dear Lord Jesus shone when he resurrected. And they thought he was an angel. My Lord, my God, we leave this place this afternoon shining like angels. Darkness has no place in our lives. We leave this place shining like angels. 
darkness has no place in our life. Dark hearts we will not carry. Mischievous hearts we will not carry. Deceptive hearts we will not carry. We leave this resurrection service shining, oh God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a big clap offering. Please do have your seats. Prepare your offering. Prepare your offering. If you took my envelope yesterday, I hope you got it ready. Amen. If you were not here yesterday, I'm coming to pray a prayer for some. But you would want to sow a seed of 3,000. Please come to me. I, I hope you prayed about the stones being rolled away from off your life. That's the offering I'm taking. Not this one, not this offering. I'm, I'm going to come to that later. Amen. I have my own offering. I've already given it. I'm just. But you want to be part of it? In a few minutes, I'll do that. You can take an envelope. Bless you. God bless you. Where is Emily? Tell her to come and sing something. Come and sing something. Sing something. Amen. Anyway, even coming to take offering. So, in a few minutes, I'll take that before we take the communion, all right? Yeah. I think there are certain prophetic markings um, you should be desirous to be part of. Okay. All right. Are you ready with your offering? Please be on your feet. Father, we thank you. Even as we give on this day of the resurrection, cause our lives to be resurrected. Resurrected unto goodness. Resorted unto fruitfulness. Resorted unto blessings. Thank you, Lord, that after today, the light will shine on us. We shall receive that which you've purposed for us. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right. The ashes will guide you. Ah, you can sing, go. Are a chosen generation, go for to show his excellence. All I require for life, God has given me, and I know who I am. We are the chosen generation, go for to show his excellence. All I require for life. God has given me, and I know who I am. I know who God says I am, what He says I am, where He says I'm at. I know who I am. I know who God says I am, 
Where he says I am. Where he says I'm at. I know who I am. I'm walking power. I'm walking miracles. I live a life of favor. Because I know who I am. I'm walking power. I'm walking miracles. I live a life of favor. Because I know who I am. I know who I am. I know who I am. Amen. Father, we bless and we sanctify these offerings in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please have your seats. If you've come to return the Lord's tithe, please do come. If you've come to return the Lord's tithe, please do come. If you've come to return the Lord's tithe, please do come. We'll be done in the next 10 minutes. Begin to pray over your tithe. Tithe is like a key that opens doors. Yes. Prayer that doors will open for you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Pray that a door will open for you. In fact, that we are in Resurrection Sunday. That the same way the tomb of Jesus opened. And he came out. Whatever has been behind. That needed to come out will come out for you. Pray for it. Believe God for it. Believe it as you pray. Believe it as you pray. Pray that as the oil touches you on this resurrection Sunday, everything will become anew. Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Ask God to signal you out for a blessing. 
ask God to sing on you out for a blessing. May Jehovah God sing on you out for a blessing today. On this resurrection Sunday, may you be single out for a blessing. May the Lord single you out for a divine blessing. A divine blessing on your life. In the name of Jesus, may the Lord single you out for an amazing blessing. Be single out for a blessing. A blessing in your life. The Lord single you out for a blessing. In the name of Jesus, on this Sunday, the day of the resurrection of the Lord, your finances shall resurrect and that which pertains to you shall resurrect. In the name of Jesus, be singled out for a blessing. The Lord my God single you out for a blessing. In the name of Jesus, may he single you out and bless you. May the Lord put upon your life a pronounced blessing, a pronounced blessing, a pronounced blessing. In the name of Jesus, let the oil distinguish you. Let the oil distinguish you. Let this oil specially distinguish you. In the mighty name of Jesus, be distinguished for a divine blessing. Be distinguished for a divine supply. Be distinguished for a divine positioning. In the mighty name of Jesus, may this tithe unlock uncommon finances for the remainder of the year. May this tithe unlock uncommon finances. May you experience uncommon finances in the mighty name of Jesus. Uncommon finances that is the blessing of the Lord in Jesus mighty name. And Father, curse the devourer. You said if we honor you oh, yes, with a tithe. Amen. You will curse the devourer. Amen. Lord, now curse him that divorce and curse him that scatters Amen. whatever pertains to your children. Oh, you yes. said you will do it. Amen. And Lord, we ask in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 The Lord bless you. you can lay your Come on, give the Lord a big clap, offering. Amen. Let me take my media offering before we do anything. My media offering. As for the media offering, is is something on my heart. Pa, say pa. Yeah. Amen. Some of you have never given media offering since we started. I don't know when you will give that offering. Amen. I want to raise the media offering, or you can use this number. It's not a pledge. It's offering. Sai, sai. Yes. Nah, nah. Okay. I'm receiving it now. <laughs> Do you understand? Yes, I'm receiving it now, now, now. It's an offering for the now. Is not an offering for later. Amen. If you can give a thousand towards the media project, please come for an envelope. Come for an envelope. If you can give a thousand shillings towards 
the media project, please come for an, uh, an envelope. If you're giving by MPSA, you still come for the envelope, but you give using the number on the screen. Amen. Hey, today no one wants to give me media offering. No, we are not closing, no. I'm the one with the power to close. The Lord bless you. I'm the one with the power to close. Dancing stars. No, no, no. I'm not waiting for your boosters. Nataka Pesa. <laughs> if you can give a media offering 500 shillings, come for an envelope. At least all of us should come. Hey. Oh, wow. Doctor, you can't even give me 1,000. If I elbow you. Bless you. Amen. 500 shillings. Just 500 shillings. Come. Hey, Resurrection Sunday media offering. Yes, 500 shillings. Those of you standing in line, what are you waiting for? (laughs) And I have to collect offering. Elias, you have not given me an offering. Come from 500 shillings. You are waiting for booster. <laughs> Amen. Amen. This part they don't like giving me offering at all. Yes. You you even cap what's your name? No, not you. The one the last person on this line. The last person on this line. What's your name? What's your name? Huh? Anne. Oh, this you are, you are new in the church. Oh, here we give offerings for media. Yeah? If you are not coming to church, you must be working. If you are working, you help the church with the money, some of the money. Isn't it? Yes. You, you say your name again? Anne. Okay, okay. Welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's looking for a church. <laughs> you can't be depressed in our church. What's your name again? <laughs> I want to make sure I, I don't forget it. What's your name again? Uh, ah, I can't forget. That's my mother's name. <laughs> That's my mother's name. Hey, behave yourself. <laughs> That's my mother's name. So even though she's new, I'll, I'll never forget her name. Yeah. Now, you say you are giving me an offering today. Did you give the one for last week? Odo, Nikweli, Ofriyake, Imerudi. Which... They have come for a consultation meeting. <laughs> yes. Oh, she added it to... No, 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 that one is different. So you still owe me an offering. <laughs> Case closed. You still owe me an offering. <laughs> We've collected that one, but this one, yes. Yangu, hini yangu. Yes. 
300 shillings. Come for an envelope. 300 shillings. You want to give to us the media. We're, we are saving to buy cameras, to buy things to use for the media. Amen. If you can give 300 shillings, please come for an envelope. I'm not asking for 30,000 from you. Yes, pole, 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 and then we'll buy them. Habana, haba. Habana, haba. Habana, haba. That's nice. Habana, haba, hujaza, ni kibaba. Okay. Swahili is nice. Stano, have you ever given a media of my friend Kujapa? Stano. When you are break dancing, which camera will I use to take your? <laughs> okay. Hey. <laughs> three hundred, two hundred. Please come for an envelope. Three hundred, two hundred. Please come for an envelope. I'm collecting that offering now, now, now. Even my mother is coming to give an offering. Glory to God. I'm receiving motherly offerings. Motherly offerings. Uh, choir, you bless me with offering. Emily, have you come already for my envelope? Okay. All right. Prepare those offerings. I'm collecting them now. Go hand the baby daddy. <laughs> He's good with babies. <laughs> All right. Ah, Nyamai. The governor of this town. Even governor is giving offering. Hey. How about the other governor? How about the other governor? How about the other, the first governor? This is the first governor. Retired governor. If I elbow you. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> the small governor. <laughs> All right, prepare that offering, bring it to me. And then boosters, come with the boosters. Come with the boosters. I like the boosters also. Bring me the boosters. Boosters is 50 shillings. Boosters is, bless you. Boosters is 100. Yes. And if you are um, um, a big man, you can make boosters even a thousand bless you booster on phone we even like booster on phone yes booster on phone booster on phone stano god bless you <laughs> bless you these dancing stars boosters <laughs> Escorting the governor boosters. <laughs> and then legit governor. <laughs> God bless you. I'm even taking legit governor's boosters. <laughs> Some people are bringing me boosters. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know about their booster. Not, not you, brother. Not you. As for this brother, his booster is accepted. But there was another brother. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Yes. 
motherly offering has come. Wow. My mother has given me a booster or an offering. Yes. One day I'm going to build a mansion or build a real estate and I'll call it Anne's Villa. Yes. In honor and memory of my mother. You'll be the cat. <laughs> yeah. Yes. My mother was a good man, a good woman to me. Yes. <laughs> Some people don't like me. It means you didn't you don't like my mother. <laughs> Help you watch her. Ah, Benson, where's my booster? You have been elected to give booster. Now, we, even during boosters, we will elect to get booster. Benson, Kujapa. Tamaris, where did you disappear to? If I was you. Booster Yango, bring the booster. Uh-huh. Yes. Everista with a new hair look. Bring me booster. You can't come with a nice shine shine hair and not bring me. <laughs> you look like Michael Jackson from 1975. What a hair. What? What? Nice hair. Wow. Boosters. <laughs> you can't be depressed in our church. <laughs> Mandela, have you ever given me booster since I started? Ever? Caustic, where is Caustic? Caustic, is that the name? Caustic, is that Caustic over there? Is that him? There's no Caustic here today. Where is Caustic? Is he in church? He's not around. Okay, bring me. Uh, stop. Just, no, no, no. Umetumia. Umetuma. Zero, 0.5 balance. <laughs> he knows that the MPSA will say insufficient funds. <laughs> uh, all right. Father, we thank you. Even as we do this project, I ask, Lord, that anything that is on the heart of any man in this church, any woman, in this church, of which their own ability cannot and may not be able to, you will send them helpers. This is the ground for this project, that ourselves, what we desire to do for ourselves, you will send us others that will help us to accomplish it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. All right, those who took my envelope, Jana, please come. Please come. If the stones have been rolled, but you are yet to come out, just come with it. Those who took my envelope, come yesterday at turning point. I want to pray for you. I need the oil. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Me, I also need the stone roll away. I'm also working on something that must appear. Thank you, Jesus. Just sing, sing. Thank you, Lord. There is power in the name of Jesus.
Yes, Lord. There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain, to break every chain, to break every chain. Yes, Lord. To break I don't know what will happen, to break but I believe that God is rolling away something that has resisted our coming forth, our emergence, whatever that has stayed in the lead and closed the door and shut the mouth that we should not get out by reason of this prophetic offering. Father, let there be the rolling away of hindrances the removal of hindrances in the name of Jesus if this year our accomplishments if this year our endeavors if this year our businesses if this year the things we have laid hands to do will encounter resistance Lord this moment we plant a seed we make a sacrifice that it shall be rolled away in the mighty name of Jesus just as the stones were rolled away and an angel sat on it may that which has resisted and covered our emergence be rolled away and may it be permanently sat on in the mighty name of Jesus if our companies should shine but they are not shining if our businesses should shine but they are not shining if our enterprises should be known but they are not being known if our ministries should shine but they are not shining this hour this moment lord send forth the angel that rolls away and light enters send that angel here lord even in these few minutes even in these few seconds in the mighty name of jesus lord i cry i pray i plead i supplicate oh god in the mighty name of jesus that my life the life of this that stand before your altar will see clearly the revealing of the vision that makes the vision that manifests in the mighty name of jesus this is the hour lord this is the moment lord thank you jesus stretch forth your two hands thank you jesus thank you lord father anoint these hands what you couldn't roll away even jesus in the tomb needed angels to come and roll away his tomb so he can come out what you couldn't roll away yourself God is sending me help. Angelic assistance. Angelic assistance. That removes hindrances. Is what I'm receiving. Is what you are receiving. In the name of Jesus. Give me these hands also. What your two hands cannot by themselves accomplish. Receive divine help. 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 For what you cannot roll away for what you cannot do yourself receive divine help just as jesus received the help of angels to roll away the stone so you are receiving right now in jesus mighty name father i thank you that testimonies 
will come from this prophetic act. Testimonies will come from this obedience. I give you praise. I give you glory. In Jesus name. Amen. Lay it on the altar. I feel the chains falling. Thank you, Jesus. Give the Lord a big clap of it. Let's have the communion. Ashes. Thank you, Lord. Please be on your feet, church. There is one thing we're going to do with today's communion. I don't know why, but I feel led since yesterday that we should do it. If there is any part of your body, any organ in your body, I don't know if you are aware, sometimes you just be operating, you're okay, you're moving around until the doctors tell you something you never ever believe is happening in your body. If there is any part of your body, any organ in your body, all right, that is dying today, you're going to speak resurrection over your body from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. You're going to speak life into your organs. You're going to speak life over your intestines, over your lungs, over your kidneys, over your liver, over your heart. Are you listening to me? And if there is anything ailing in your body, you're going to speak supernatural life into your body. Your healing is in this moment. I said your healing is in this moment. Your touch is in this moment. Don't joke with it. Thank you, Lord. Father, I thank you. Right now, I bless this table. I sanctify this table as we stand in your presence. Let this table become a table of blessing for us. In the name of Jesus. In the same way you set this table for our glory, for our deliverance, for our healing. Lord, we've come to this table of blessing. And in the name of your son Jesus, who paid the price for our healing, the price for our protection, as we come to this table, let miracles manifest. Anything in our body that is ailing, anything in our body that is foreign, anything in our body eating away, anything in us, today at this table, let there be supernatural healing in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you broke your body for us on the night in which you were betrayed. After supper, you took the bread and when you had given thanks, you broke it and you declared, this is my body broken for you. In the same way, Lord, you took the cup and you gave thanks and you declared your new covenant in your blood. Lord, I thank you that we have come to a table of a new covenant in Jesus' mighty name. 
Father, I thank you. Let this bread cease to be ordinary. Let this cup cease to be ordinary. From this very moment, let healings take place. Let your children be delivered. Let sicknesses be cured. Let what doctors could not do be done in our bodies. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please. Once you receive the cup, you get your bread, begin to pray for the revival of your organs, anything that is in your body. Don't joke with this moment. Amen. Can wash all again. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is that flow that makes me white as snow. No other fount I know. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. I see nothing but the blood of Jesus for my cleansing. This my plea, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is that flow that makes me white as snow. No other fount I know, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Sin atone, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Not of good that I have done. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. No other fount I know. Nothing but the blood of Jesus for your body, from the crown of your body to the soles of your feet. You will not receive a diagnosis of strange sicknesses. You will not receive a diagnosis of a strange disease. Lift your voice and pray. Your organs will be revived. Your body will be intact. This is the communion that your body might be restored. Pray, 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 pray. Come on, child of God, lift your voice and pray that your body will be restored, that your mind will be restored, your organs will be restored. If there is anything failing in your body, in the name of Jesus, let it receive resurrection. Come on, love springs, lift your voice and pray. We have come to the table of blessing. We have come to the table of blessing. We have come to the table of blessing. 
resumbra katua mandai ilembe tarishu sabai havende virishku bada hazanta rabakapa come on pray for yourself child of God imbri diskapa diakai izumpo ye kato limbate kalida yamanda izuparada lamanda kade ikade zampandia inkradusukopalia impre deleme kepalabafa ikabotata imande sepe liga isambri diskoprandia elembre toskoparien delemanta ikompe akapa ikompe akapa ikompe akapa ikompe akapa ikompe akapa resanta katulibidiada izanda lokapeya pa igrazum parataya isati polemata ikupalo mandayo ikadene medebedebe healing stream healing stream healing stream there is a 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 healing stream ikadema ramada bababa resumbra toskapaha yademere kadulo makapo resua kaposata yatata malamatapa ikele makel ikozumpro doskapa irendiribo samba yatali ataya ikalia madosom palabaha as we hold the bread as we hold the cup our bodies are responding to the healing stream our lives are transforming by the power of the blood hata tata malamantai igunna makadozo izindeze kepletika ikomere dilishwa azar izimbridiskipanda okopola mamanda ikandele mesia daba adabaradarabarabaha aradabarabaradalabakapa irandere mesimridish Jesus, Jesus, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, I thank you. Your body was broken. That Satan will have no power to break us. You put your body on the cross. Lord, that when we pick your yoke, it will be light. Anything not functioning in the body of your children. As we eat of your body today, may supernatural life enter our vessels. May supernatural life enter our vessels in the name of Jesus. The body of Jesus. I want you to put your right hand on your head. We're coming to pray for our bodies. Today's communion is different. No curse should remain on your body. You're coming to pray that anything thrown on your life 
any garment that covers your body be the garment of disfavor. Be the garment of sickness. After this communion service, you shall not say you are sick. You shall not say your body is weak. From the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, you want to experience the healing power that comes from above. Pray and break anything over your body right now. Yes, we have eaten the body of Jesus. We have eaten the body of Jesus. We have eaten the body of Jesus. I'm not hearing you, child of God. This is important. Pray from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. My body shall not suffer. I shall not suffer stroke. I shall not suffer stroke. I shall not suffer failure. Failure in any part of my body. My God, my God. I will cross into 70 with ease. My body will be strong. My vessels will be strong. Anything the enemy wants to throw on me. My body will not submit to charms and witchcraft and sorcery and divination. I am untouchable. I declare myself in the body of Jesus untouchable. The devil cannot touch me from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. Man Dios Let he that has stretched his hands to touch me and to afflict me know that I am untouchable. Have eaten of your body today. Have eaten of the sacrament of your body today. In the name of Jesus, my body is empowered. My body is empowered from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. My body is empowered. My body is empowered. My body is fortified. And the copa I come against paralysis. I come against immobility. In the name of Jesus, my body shall receive vigor. In Sandala Makataya, Kumandia, we shall watch strong. Sicknesses and diseases are not our portion in this church. In the mighty name of Jesus, anything calculated to bring us to the place of incapacitation today by this table, we cancel it by the blood we cancel it oh God in the name of Jesus now lift your cup anything not functioning in your body after the blood of Jesus it will receive the ability to function any diagnosis the doctors have given you sugar diabetes any diagnosis high blood pressure any diagnosis kidney failure any diagnosis liver failures after the blood of Jesus your organs will function anything not functioning in your body will begin to function after this communion 
ulcers will disappear from your body. In the name of Jesus. Begin to pray that as you drink of his blood, diseases will vanish from your body. Any sickness planted in your body will disappear. Come on, lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. Pray, 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 pray. Pray. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Any chemical that is short in your body. Any chemical that is absent. The blood of Jesus is about to perform a miracle. All forms of dizziness. 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 I rebuke you right now. Dizziness. Unexplainable fatigue. Unexplainable fatigues. Unexplainable headaches. Unexplainable tiredness. I rebuke you right now. As we drink of the blood of Jesus. Healing is our portion. Our bodies will function. Our organs will function. Nothing will die in us. The devil is a liar. We receive victory by the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Put your two hands on your chest. If there is any ailment you've suffered, I want you to begin to command it out of your body right now. Asthma out. Oh yes. Oh yes. Heart, heart burns out of the out of your organs, out of your body. Ulcers out of your body. Diabetes, blood pressure, high blood pressure, low blood pressure, whatever it is, command it out of your body. Command cancer out of your bloodstreams. Command sicknesses that are hiding out of your body. Right now, right now, right now, right now. Command it, command it, command it. By his tribes we are healed. By his tribes we are healed. There is a healing stream. 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 Yes. 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 Sicknesses and diseases are defeated today by the power of the blood. By the power of the blood. Sicknesses, diseases are defeated today by the power of the blood. Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Today, we reap the full benefit of Calvary. Today, our bodies have experienced redemption. Today, we have received healings. Today, death has disappointed you. 
I speak over your life as the prophet of this church. You shall not die. You shall not die. You shall not die. You shall live to declare the works of the Lord. Death is far away from you. I will not come to visit you in ICU. I will not come to visit you at the hospital. I will not come to see you on your deathbed. By reason of this covenant, you are removed from sicknesses. You are removed from diseases. I speak over your life. Every attack on your health, internal and external, I rebuke it by the blood. In the mighty name of Jesus, I rebuke it by the blood. In the mighty name of Jesus, I declare your healing. I declare your testimony of healing. In the mighty name of Jesus, the son of the living God, you will not remember the last time you were sick. This year, have the remainder of the year sickness free sickness free I speak over your life in the name of Jesus above all you are blessed because you belong to this assembly above all you are blessed above all you have mighty testimonies above all you have mighty favor above all you have mighty establishment receive it in the name of Jesus thank you heavenly father for what you wrought for us we key ourselves we key our children into the benefit of this covenant child of God I declare over your family you are blessed your children born and unborn are blessed in the name of Jesus your family will experience the benefit of the new covenant thank you Jesus for this great salvation in Jesus name amen come on give the Lord a big clap offering oh come on I can't hear you You're blessed, you're favored, in Jesus' name. We have no doubt that you have received a blessing from the word of God preached by Apostle Raymond Tamaklaw. Do join either of our services at Love Springs International Church Headquarters this and every Sunday at 9 a.m. Connect with Apostle Raymond Tamaklaw on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. God richly bless you and lead you in a series of victories.